it's so weird to not be with you. Yeah, well, suck it up, Susan. Um, there we go. There's music and stuff. And music? Welcome back to Bad Vice, everybody. Hey! Oh, there's like music. shit, I know. I fucking know. Love, brother, love, say brother, love. Traveling salvation show. We have Hoffman calling in. Um... Yeah, I hope this records too. For all I know, like this could just like fuck up somehow, and I just lose it. So another <laughs> lost episode of Bad Vice. I have about two or three. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, yeah, all all digital. We're all calling in. Same same format though. We're gonna do some advice. I brought in a bit today. Um, <laughs> if you both will check your Facebook messengers, I'm mm-hmm. sending you both a different word of the day from a different dictionary website uh your task is to use the word by the end of the episode without anyone else realizing i myself have a word that i'm gonna be using and basically you should try and slip it in great if we call you out on it we get to shame you mean if robin calls you out because you know what our words are exactly well i can't what do you want me to do how am i supposed to do this originally it was gonna be me using the words and i was like you know what let me switch it up a bit and involve you guys for once you know and the definitions of these words are dictionary definitions or this is like Miriam. This is Oxford. Miriam. This is Clancy's. This is the top people, man. Clancy's. I like them. Okay. Well, yeah. let's do it. All right. Um, I'm just going to start off with a quick little uh, musing. Uh, I was walking around today listening to older episodes of Bad Vice. Mm-hmm. And in episode 66 Hoffman you reacted very strongly when we brought up stories about being walked in on masturbating you you freaked out and we immediately moved on to the next conversation so I just wanted to ask you again what was that what happened so, to you what you had a probably, really strong reaction what probably did happen is and you're forgetting is that I probably did explain and then asked you to cut it out Oh, I don't know if you did. I, I feel like I would have remembered because I would have. No, I guarantee. I guarantee you that's what happened because Hoffman's never done an episode of Bad Vice that didn't have to be cut. A story didn't have to be cut in post. True. Every single time. Well, there's and something- always a, he's always like, "Oh, should I tell the story? Should I tell the story?" And then like an hour afterwards, uh, he goes, not "You're to, gonna need to cut it." Not to be a fucking burden, Robin, but you have been keeping the story of your first kiss away from us for fucking. <laughs> It's like episode seven, I think Hoffman asked you on, and you were like, no, nope, moving on. And we never got an answer to that. So yeah, Robin, that's something to chew on for the rest of the episode. Robin, why don't you tell us about your last kiss? Hey. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> um, okay, Jeffrey Epstein. One more thing I picked up in the episode, and then we'll move on to some advice. Um, so, Robin, in episode 66, when Hoffman asked you about how the Matt Hoffman story is going, you said any day now depending how you do this week now that was mm-hmm. december 6 2019 and in episode 16 you first asked about having a story about yourself on august 2nd 2018 interesting i just wanted to hear your side of this i've been asking robin for the story for years i've been asking matt hoffman to do something story worthy for the same amount of time everything i do is for the story were these Everything. Lies you were telling us I mean, I'm, you know, I have a process. I'm an artist. I answer you know, has I, the story started though. Is there a document? Is there a is doc? There, doc yeah. There is there's two documents actually. Cucked and uncucked, Matt. <laughs> I give you more stories than Gorian does. But mine are sort of more banal. <laughs> Banal, you idiot. 
Um, all right, let's do some advice. You ready? What is bad advice? You have to ask a question. What, what is, is bad advice, Corian? Robin. <laughs> all together you. now. Bad Vice is a podcast between Robin and Gorian and most of the time Matthew where we scour the internet for the best and the worst advice columns and we throw in our two cents. Nice. Nicely done. That's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, all right. If no objections to that, I'm moving along to some advice. Robin, do you have any musings? <laughs> no, I already did a musing and to lead us into the fucking advice. It's not just... Musing, 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 musing. You know, we'll go back Boring and forth. I have musing. We'll save it, Hoffman. Okay. Because this one is a little bit about Hoffman, so I feel like I really want to get his take on this. Okay. Okay. That's why I'm so excited to start. It's about the Jews. <laughs> Dear Annie. I've been seeing this guy, David, on and off for almost a year and a half, and we have this long-distance relationship going on. This is my very first relationship, but he's been with a few women in the past. While we can't see each other as often as we'd like, I intend to fix that this fall semester since I'll be transferring to a college that is closer to where he lives. I'm really looking forward to watching football games together and bringing him to college parties with me. The bottom line is that I've really gotten to have feelings for him. In fact, I think I love him. But sometimes when we talk, he reminds me that I'm going that I'm not going to be the only woman in his life. <laughs> he tells me that he plans to come home one day to children and two women. <laughs> he said he would like to start seeing someone else while still dating me. Although it kind of breaks my heart, I'd still want to be in that relationship with him. I said I'd be there for him no matter what happens because I love him so much. And I said that I'm fine with another woman. But really, I don't think I am. Um, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what I really feel. I want to be with him, but I don't want to fight for his attention. Am I selfish in a way for wanting my man to myself to not have to share him with another woman? What should I do? Signed, in between. So the first question I have is what what does this have to do with Matthew Hoffman? Yeah, what does this have to do with Matthew Hoffman? I mean, don't make me spell it out, guys. <laughs> what? You Matt think I'm a polygamist? Hoffman. I'm just saying. That's all. Polyamorous? Are you a are you a man of Hoffman, many women? Would you date two women at the same time? Matthew, have what you dated dating? two women? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask you if I dated two women at the same time, and I was gonna. Um... What does that I'm mean? Like, means whatever you want it to mean. Well, man. you know, I dated. I've dated two women at the same time once, but it was it, it was, was like that was. <laughs> well, I thought you know I met these two people at the same time, and I thought like, you know, I'll go on two, I'll go on one two dates with each, and then only go on a third date with one. And how and how are they now? I don't see any. I don't see either of them <laughs> Six now. Six feet under, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I promise they're alive. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, okay. I can send you a toenail if you want or something. Oh, God, gross. Sorry, too soon. Uh, this is a quick answer. Dear in between. <laughs> so, wait. So, we do we think that this can't work, right? Her with this man that wants, like, children. Like, whose children is it going to be? Like, one well, of Well, this each? seems like a lot rolled into one. Like, first yeah. it was about monogamy. Then it was about long distance. And, and all monopoly. of a sudden, he, well, he wants... Monopoly. He wants to build a houses and a hotel on her. Yeah, it's weird because like it's it's more common for guys to be or guys or girls to be like, I want to date more than one person and be casual or whatever. But then to be like, I also yeah. want children. <laughs> That's intense. I want him to have two mummies. <laughs> Mummy, a dearest. different pair of breasts every day. I like that. Of course you do. 
<laughs> Dear in between, this will never work, no matter how hard you try. You're clearly not okay with the idea of Mark having a second girlfriend, and who would blame you? Break it off, and the sooner the better. You'll feel lonely for a little while, but not nearly as lonely as you would beside someone who can never love you the way that you need. Hmm. Mm, Matthew, did that resonate with you on any sort of level? Sometimes I just want to say to somebody. Sometimes you just want to say, you know, I can't love you the way that you need. <laughs> He's going to call the girl and it's, someone's going to be walking by the graveyard and just hear a phone vibrating underground or something and get really freaked out and run away. What? Well, excuse me? Because <laughs> you buried them, you dope. God. Why would, I, why would I kill someone and then bury them at a graveyard? Because why would someone check the graveyard for bodies? They're supposed Ooh. to be there. They're not searching no. the graveyard. <laughs> Come on, man. Think. That is like pretty me, smart. Gorian the Killer. Yeah, a bit concerning that you did think of that. Uh, all right, Hoffman, <laughs> what is your musing? Oh, I, I take it back. All right, thank God. Rob, do you have any musings? Uh, I mean, it's just everything is so boring all the time that I don't... Yeah. Are people over COVID? It's not, it's not relevant anymore? People I still, still heard the that? fucking people... Doing the trumpet for old Canada at 7.30 out my window. Now it's 7 o'clock in New York, about five people clap. <laughs> so five people in the whole city. <laughs> and, and, but you guys are still having like fucking hundreds die there every day, no? No, uh, I think we only had like 30 die today or something. Nothing. You loot That's anything nothing. good from Fifth Ave? No. No, I didn't. No Gucci for me? No Gucci for you. You went to Fifth Avenue today? No, I didn't. I haven't, no, but that's what I haven't seen there. anything outside of my neighborhood in weeks. Mm. Um, can I do another musing then? Yeah, please do. Will. All right. Um, here's one. When people ask to like ship something to your house for you, you know, like, hey, can you send? Can I send something to you? You know, it's like the freaking worst. People do that to me because I live in the U.S. People do that to me, and you know, because I complain about it. Mm. People do this to me all the time. They want to send something to, to me because it's seven dollars cheaper to yeah. send it to the U.S. than Canada, and then they want me to bring it back when I come back. And uh, on that, and, and I'm carrying a bag of other people's stuff. It's bullshit. I ordered a record today to your address from Discogs, actually. <laughs> um, uh, just so you know, it, it, I'm gonna have the tracking number in two to three days. Okay, but it's a gift. That's a little for you. different, though. It's a gift. Oh, I was it's a record do it anyway. for you. I got you a record. Did you really get me a gift? I swear to God, you're gonna get a record in like two to three days. You know what my address is? Yeah, because you gave it to me because I I asked for to ship a, a coat right. to your house in December. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah. So play it two or three times, and the next time you come back to Canada, bring it with you. Bring it to my place. Yeah. I thought it was a gift for me. Yeah, but like the next time you come over, bring it. And leave it there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that because you told me I can play it and listen to it. And yeah, that's fine. I'll listen to it. I'll enjoy it. And then you can have it back. a couple times, you know. Sure. Come over to my place and then we'll listen to it together, you know. And then I'll leave it. Yeah, it's like the that movie with the, 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 the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dirty pants. They were really dirty. And like they never stretched. No, right, they were magic pants. Were they at the end of the day in those books in the film? Yeah. Were the pants indeed magic, or were they just <laughs> sort of stretchy and that like you could sort of make them work? Well, from what I remember, there wasn't nine eleven in that movie universe, so like maybe they were magical, you know? 
9-11. That's how the they pants got their powers. Thing. Don't you know that? They wore the jeans that day. Okay, I have some advice. Go for it. <clears throat> My father and I have never had what you would call a conventional relationship. Wait a second. What happened there? What? You froze, and then uh, and then it was frozen for five seconds, and then Robin's reading something. Oh. Well. I said. What about the jeans? <laughs> We're not, I'm still going on the jeans. Enough with the it, jeans, please. Let it go, Hoffman. Yeah, let it go, dude. <sighs> this is a good one, okay? Listen. Where's my, from? Send, send my, the link to the chat, too, so we can kind of open and follow along. I fucked up with the first one. Okay. So just do it while you're reading, though. Make it seem like it's not even a, a thing that's happening. You, you, I can't do that. You're asking too much of me. Okay, but I've done it. You've heard the ding. <clears throat> okay. My father and I have never had what you would call a conventional relationship. We've smoked weed together, and he often likes to tell me about his sex life. He successfully ostracized everyone else in our family, and I think I stick around out of a sense of responsibility, even though I don't like the way he treats me. He's married to a younger woman. He's 65, and she's 40, Sick. whom I've known since I was 14. Nice. I'm 37 now. Nice. It's a long story. He wrote me an email a few days ago detailing how he and his wife had been discussing the idea of her having sex with one of their friends and then told me that friend was me. This is his Wait, male son. Wait, he wrote son. me an email. So the dad wrote him an email saying him and his wife want to have sex with one of their friends. And then the dad's like, and it's you, son. Yep. And he asked me what I thought about the idea and that he Wait a second. The dad's new wife wants to fuck the dad's kid. Yeah, and the dad says it's here. It's not the new wife. They've known her since she was four, since he was fourteen, and now he's thirty-seven. Right. Right. Well, and the, but the wife is forty, so they're only three years apart in age. They yes. grew up together. They were friends. Like anyway, he asked. Uh, he asked me what I thought about the idea, and that he'd be interested in watching. It was a very enthusiastic and not at all joking. I was horrified and responded that he needed to see a therapist and that it would take me a very long time to be able to speak to either of them again. He then claimed that he'd just been joking and that it was clear I never, I had never loved him. <laughs> so if that's where we are me, now. You would let me watch you fuck. <laughs> I know I've been gaslit by my father for most of my life. He's really good at it. And I know it's happening now. I'm not crazy, right? What he wrote me was wrong, right? Was it my response out of line? I think to, the only thing that you did was tell your dad to see a therapist after he was like, I'd like to watch you fuck my wife. Is like the least, like it, it's a pretty chill response. Should yeah. What's what? What else would you respond? What, what else? What other thing would you reply other than uh, "Sure, Dad"? How much lube should I bring? <laughs> where's the Where's the Where's the uh, verse in the song "Cats in the Cradle" about Dad and son fucking? <laughs> well, the dad doesn't want to fuck his son. He wants I to know. watch him. Do you think that like one is? I hate to bring it up, but one, do you think they're both circumcised, or like maybe one yeah. is and one isn't? That could also be an issue. Uh, these are. <sighs> uncircumcised these are dirty people is what you're doing. these are not they're definitely not jews <laughs> no jew would ever want to fuck his son no i was like nope 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 no way impossible nope 
I actually liked the relationship between those two until he asked if he could watch watch the son fuck his wife. Oh my god. His this... wife who's three years older than his son. Like, it's gross. The whole thing is gross. I mean, it's gross, but, like, that's a thing that happens, obviously. Like, it's it's better that she's 40 instead of her being 25. I guess so. You know what I mean? You see a 40-year-old and a 65-year-old, it's not the end of the world. What's They're the both past their prime. <laughs> You're like George Clooney right now. <laughs> George Clooney will always be in his prime. <laughs> well, no one has anything to say about this? Is it like... I mean, yeah, I don't know if I would... There's no coming back from that. I feel like this guy signed the email off like, sue it, sue it, but they, like, they took it out because like, this is a weird ass family, man. They want to... The dad wants to fuck the son. He doesn't want to fuck his son. It's a weird son. fucking thing, man. Uh, although, although, I guess if you're like watching someone have sex, like how long does it take for it to become a threesome? The problem is like the, the dad's watching the son fuck his wife, and then before you know it, like the dad's sort of giving a little tug, and then uh, you know, the dad's full or, jerking it, and then the dad gets crazy. the dad like walks over to the bed and he just comes on his own son. Yeah, they're not gonna be sober gross. during it either. Like they're gonna be fucked up on stuff, which just means maybe it would become like maybe it would become like one of those like Shakespearean moments where the dad just like tries and kills the son. Oh, yeah. Um, Oedipus Rex kills the father, fucks the mother. Not Shakespeare, Sick but book. Not a book. <laughs> I was just like, he says that as if he sat down today with a nice, good cop, a nice new paperback of Oedipus Rex and how to get to read. Great book. Just like them Harry Potters. eh? <laughs> Speaking uh, of Harry Potter, no, oh, don't, don't. Can I just give you a hot take? Go for it. He just wants to tell you what house he's in. I yeah, think that like, Harry Potter. I just found out I'm a Hufflepuff. No, I'll give you my hot take. Harry Potter was always dumb as fuck, and people oh, are just attack are just mad that they were that they were duped. taken advantage of and duped by such a woman, by such a disgusting, hateful woman. They're just mad. She got them good. She was never, she was never, uh, you know, such a come one, come all kind of lady. Remember when she said on Twitter, like, yeah, we had a Jew at Hogwarts. His name was Goldstein and he was a Slytherin. I was like, excuse me? Like, come on. She's like, not like, Oprah. Excuse me. He made twice that much in the books compared to the movies. They tell like stories one about J.K. Rowling, where they're like Cho Chang. Oh, I don't know. Well, you what know? else would they be name him? Randy. <laughs> Goldstein. There was a Jewish student at Hogwarts, Herschel Goldstein, <laughs> of the Money House. You know, Jane. Yeah, but J- I keep. I want to keep saying Jane Fonda, J.K. Rowling. Uh, was always useless, and people are just mad at themselves for getting duped. So you that's my bit. Can we read this answer? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to. I just wanted to put that out there. Great. Thank you for putting that out there in the world. I can't watch Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone for the twentieth time. <laughs> I'm twenty-seven years old. Oh no! I need like, magic. Those fucking bullshit tents that people make inside their, you know bedroom with like string lights and it's like harry potter and it's like the perfect night you know and you're like oh i was reading God. this this little thing 
a Gen Z, like some Gen Z person wrote about why millennials suck. And it was like, millennial, all millennials do is sit around and post about which Harry Potter house they're in. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. So I saw anyways. that they're calling them Zoomers. I like that. I like Did you know that? The Boomers versus Zoomers. Yeah, Gordon's, and the Doomers. Yeah, Gordon's talked about this. Yeah. And Did what you are just the call him Gordon? <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> Borgen has talked about this. Oh and what do you call the things in Left for, in uh, Left for Dead Two that you Clickers? shoot that you shoot and explode? Boomers. Clickers. That's in that's in Left for Oh yeah, Left for Dead. Right, right, right. Um, yes, yeah, boomers. boomers. Read the right, answer, Robin. Yeah, read it. Oh, yeah. let's go. You're not crazy. Your response was not out of line, and he wasn't joking. What would the joke have been? A detailed written sexual proposition is not a common joke format, and the sharpness of his reaction gives further lie to the claim that he was just kidding around. Imagine saying this sentence out loud to your most open-minded, non-judgmental friend. My father says I never loved him because I objected to the idea of having sex with his wife while he watched. <laughs> Do you think they'd say, well, he kind of has a point, or would they respond as you did in shock and horror? All my money is on the ladder. That This is not an isolated incident, but a part of a long-standing pattern of alienation, aggressive boundary pushing, and sexual harassment. It may feel strange or jarring to think of your father's behavior towards you as sexual harassment, but I think that's the appropriate term. You, you tell your brother, it's like, oh yeah, he asked me to fuck him like five years ago, dude. What? He's just asking what? me now? Like, what are you saying? Me? You're not fucking done? <laughs> Well, that's a dilly. <laughs> oh, You're man. telling me you've never had sex with dad's wife? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, let me do one. Can I do another quick one? Because I got a bunch of funny ones. I just want to bang it. Fine. Do another one and then I'll do it. Okay. Honestly, if we said no, I'm pretty sure you would start crying. So, yeah, please go ahead. Thank you. All right. I'm, I'm the bellwether of this fucking podcast right now. And this one's for Hoffman, too, right now. <laughs> Read it as though Hoffman's written this in. Please don't. You have done. You did that once, and it didn't make me look so good. My boyfriend of five years has many great traits. Oh, shit. Let me link you guys. It's I, I, I like that the first line that one that relates to me is about a boyfriend who has great traits. Well, you're like the I have a feeling it's, there's going to be a big old... Yeah, there's going to be a big old... <gasps> My boyfriend of five years has many great traits. But the one very weird quirk is that he's convinced OJ didn't do it. Shut the hell up. Is this real? This one's from Reddit. He's His seen every documentary. <laughs> he's seen every documentary and miniseries and still thinks OJ is innocent. His explanation of who he thinks did it is probably even crazier than other OJ truthers, but he's not a conspiracy theorist other than that this is other than this, so I mostly let it go. He spends a lot of time reading about and watching OJ never did content. OJ. And it just became a hobby that I ignored. He recently self-published a book unrelated to OJ. It's just science fiction. I read all the drafts and helped him edit. Perhaps narcissistically, I thought I would be the person to whom he dedicated the book. It wasn't until I ordered it and I opened it and saw it was dedicated to fucking OJ. This oh. is the best one. Zargon versus Gleeborp. Part one dedicated of a seven-part series. Uh, thanks, OJ. Uh, dedicated to the juice. I always knew you were innocent, man. Even on Zorphon 5. This book is dedicated to number 32. <laughs> um, 
Now, I know it's his right to do whatever he wants, but I wouldn't have been upset if he dedicated to his mom or something, but he's never met OJ. He said he hoped the book would go big, people would buy it, and be thrown off by the dedication, which talks about OJ being innocent, and this would open Pandora's box to the world. I asked him why not just write a book about OJ, and then he said that because it would be harder to market given that it, he wasn't involved in the case and it isn't law. So his hope was market to write a science- self-published science fiction novel. <laughs> so his hope was to write a science fiction book. Seemed odd to me because he's us- he's not usually a writer. That would be the next viral novel with the secret agenda of highlighting OJ. He was also hoping OJ himself would see it. I'm aware OJ isn't in jail. My boyfriend acts like he is. He says even if OJ is free, he's not truly free because <laughs> people only know him as the man who killed his wife and not as a great athlete. Yeah, poor OJ. He's telling me none of his uh, none of this affects me, so I'm in the wrong to be uh, so offended. But come on, this just feels like a delusion, and it makes me angry that I helped him edit a book that turned out to be some OJ-related secret plot. I wish you would say what, what his OJ theory was. I yeah, mean, like who, I want to know so badly who. I mean, he look. Let me say it. this: I would read a self-published book about why OJ was innocent before I would read a self-published science fiction book. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you: I would read a self-published book about why OJ is innocent before I would read most self-published books. Yes. Bringing me to my question, to this question: What do you think about self-publishing? Not in terms of essays. Or mm. writing like you do, Robin, in terms of really long form, the kind of stuff that would usually have to be sold. Well, I think it's probably like they wrote it with the intention of it getting published and then either decided they couldn't deal with the criticism of it being rejected by people or it did get rejected and they were like, well, I want it out anyway. What if you self? What if you book sh- is really fucking hard though? Like, what if, if you're it, self-publishing your third book? Are you then allowed it's to a say? Hobby. Then it's just a hobby. Right. Well, that's the question. If, saying, are you allowed you to dream, say? You only can do it like once or twice, but after that, just just stop trying. If no one's, if no one is buying your books from you, are you allowed to say that you write books? Yes. Yes, you can. But you have to say I write books not for profit. Hoffman, do you see your books when you listen to the fucking Audible version of it? Yes, you do, motherfucker. I know you do. Um, you listen, I logged them on, on good... tape. I know you fucking did. Yeah, I listened I listen to Mrs. Fletcher on tape. Did you read the book? I would you logged it on Goodreads. Or would you correct them and say, I listened to the book on tape? What, if, if I was like at a party I mean, if and you I said, said to I me right it. now, if you said to me right now, what are you reading? I would say, I'm reading Joan Didion's Play It As It Lays, I'm reading Philip Roth's, but I'm reading Communist, reading and I'm listening, no, and I would say, and I'm listening to a book called Jonestown. There you go. That's what I would say. Would you say that you listen to the book if someone says, hey, did you read this book? I yes. do that. I, I say I listen to it. 150%. If someone said, hey, have you read, if someone said, hey, have you read, have you read Mrs. Fletcher? I'd go, Yeah. No, but I listened to the book on tape though, and it was really good. It's unabridged. So, no, no. If some if someone said, "Did you read it?" I go, "Oh, I listened to it." If if someone only read lyrics to songs, would you say that they listened to the songs? <laughs> I'm sorry, but fucking. Well, no, a book is words. I mean, I'm not going around. Okay, but you're talking as if I'm someone who 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 reads mostly audiobooks. I read fiction and I listen to a few and I listen to a few nonfiction books a year. I also read thirty you know, I'm still reading. You got 20 them all books riled up already. We're he's like twenty really minutes into this. And he's like, 
His face is turning red. <laughs> he, was, he was leading. His headphones are lighting up. <laughs> I gotta plug them in in a second. They're gonna, I gotta, they're gonna light up. Oh, um, I think you're. I think it's conversational, and the way Robin mentioned it, as in like, yeah, if someone says like, "Have you read all of Tom Parada's books?" I'm not gonna go. No, I read all but one. That one I listened to. I would say yes, I've read them all. So that's just my opinion on that. So he lies. Um, can I do another quick? Hey, Gorian, how many books are you? How many books do you read? Oh, now a it's year. a now. <laughs> It's like a dick measure. You know what? Comment. I'd rather listen to Mrs. Fletcher than read Jordan Peterson's The Rules of Life any day. Dear Next. Prudence. You just did two in a row. You don't get to do a third. I have five children. Oh. Ranging in ages from 12 to 20 years old, whom I absolutely adore. My youngest child has recently come out to us stating that they want to start a very slow transition to being a woman. We all support them fully on this. My problem is that all my children were giving names with a fairly specific pattern. I'm that kind of person. And the name my child has chosen for now does not match. I've been <laughs> trying to encourage them to pick a name that matches their sibling's name a little better. It would break Kim, my heart. Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kendall, Kylie. <laughs> Just <laughs> It would break my heart and drive me crazy to introduce my children as Jill, Phil, Bill, Bill, and Alexandria. Can you name them again? <laughs> oh, Jill, Phil, Bill, Lil, and Alexandria. Wait, is Will? there a, is there a Dill or did I hear no it wrong? Dill. <laughs> okay, because wasn't, can, wasn't maybe we wasn't can, one of the Rugrats Dill Pickles? We could wasn't assume his, that maybe yeah, this person was Dill? named Dill before. You know, Dill know. or um, I can't think of another another guy's name that would be ill. Dill, Pill. Bill, Phil, Gil. <laughs> I like that you say Pill before you say Bill. <laughs> I didn't say fucking Pill. I did. Oh, you idiot. They, Bill is one of them already. Bill, Gil, Phil. Gil is one. Gil. 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 Gil Bellows is an actor. The name they have picked isn't carved in stone, and I feel Garcetti and petty for not liking it. Am I in the top? Am I in the wrong for trying to get them to change their name to one that fits? Obviously, their this kid. A little better. This kid is like, yeah, I'm gonna have like a thirty syllable name because I. This is fucking stupid. Like my, my name parents- is Antidish Establishmentarianism. <laughs> <laughs> they are already going through so much, both mentally and physically. I want them to still feel a part of our family and not struggle any more than they have to. So yeah. Well, then just drop it, babe. Um, you guys don't know this, but that was actually I had three more brothers <laughs> with my rhyming names. Funny enough, there's uh, I'm Gorian, me, and then Dorian, mm-hmm. Borian. Mm-hmm. Did you say Borian? Borian. <laughs> You already are. What happened to them? Uh, I don't know. Traffic accident. <laughs> They're still in Serbia. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't name my baby. Um, I think I you already like- know the answer to this question. That's basically the gist of it. And then she goes on for two paragraphs. Yeah, that's a really stupid thing to be all huffy and yeah. weird about. You I'm like anti-name, but please, you're like, oh my, carefully curated like shitty names. Yeah. Like, what am I to do? The, sounds like one of those mothers who puts, are already made. Sounds like one of the mothers <laughs> that puts the stickers on the back of the car. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? I have to change the sticker? Mm-hmm. Can we all just take a moment and fucking feel for the father, dude, that has to put up with like this family, this cheaper by the dozen eccentric <laughs> Gil, Jill, Lil, Bill, Phil, Zil, Bill. Like, God damn, he's just like. He probably does like a Von Trapp like whistle, and they have like a little symbol, and they yeah. do a little stomp, and like, I'm Phil, I'm Bill. 
I'm Alexandria. What was the like the family and stepbrothers? Jesus, man, it seems to me. of childhood memory. I feel like Hoffman was a part of that family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Hoffman, give one to us. Okay. Here, I'm just gonna grab another drink really quick. Okay, I will pull this up. It's from one of our old friends. Okay, I'll just vamp. Okay, Robin, you vamp while I pull it up. How about this weather we've been having? I mean, <laughs> wow. That's terrible. I got a good one from our friend, Carolyn. What? Carolyn Hacks. Oh, woo, woo. I just put my headphones on, and I fucking knew who it was. Carolyn Hacks, pleased to make you an acquaintance, demoting a terrible friend. Dear Carolyn. I know that this is going to sound ridiculous coming from an adult, but it irks me, and I'd like a different perspective. Hoffman's years... flexing his acting classes he took in New York right now. He's really given it the full Monty. Two... He's got, like, gesticulation. Two years ago, <laughs> an internet acquaintance lost an estranged adult son to cancer and reached out to me for support when it apparently wasn't forthcoming from other sources. And I gave that support in a several times a day, lengthy email correspondence that I replied to immediately, compassionately and at length, even though I didn't know the woman personally. As soon as the immediate crisis passed and said acquaintance was in the wind, even when I had serious surgery that she knew about. I receive the occasional email every few months, always with a disclaimer. I know I've been a terrible friend, but I've been too oh, busy. No but do I do want to know how you're doing, which normally wouldn't bother me, except that she posts constantly on a forum I visit. So she's obviously not all that busy. She's always on 4chan. I fucking knew it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know it sounds juvenile and rather tit for tat, a little, or tit for tit, if you know what I mean. Oh, the censors, Hoffman, please. But I feel hurt. I was corresponding constantly with this woman, 24-7, during her crisis, literally talking her off the ledge sometimes. Every time she sends me one of her terrible friend emails, I want to spit. Instead, I've been replying, <laughs> doing fine, and that's it. She's not a friend, and not important to me at all, so why does this bother me so much? And how can I stop letting it? I have, I have better things to be bothered about. Signed, bothered. So quick rundown. She basically was there for someone through an email chain when they were going through a tough time, and then she went through a tough time. They said they fucked off, and then she gets the occasional, we should catch up email. Yeah, sorry, I've been so busy. Is They're this an uh, Eugene? No, she's dead, right? <laughs> right. Eugene's oh, not dead. Actually, Eugene I... is not dead. Eugene just got Her fired. Her is dead. My, my bad. Yeah, that's right. She got fired from L. Yeah, they let her go. They, they don't renew her contract. And if they fired her, <laughs> they should have. Um, no, they didn't fire her. They didn't renew. I think they didn't renew her contract. Someone I know on Instagram posted some like compilation yesterday on their Instagram stories of like all the shitty things Trump did with all these like images of women he had harassed in the past, and mm -hmm. E. Jean like popped up, and I was like, "That's my girl." Sounds like it's fake my news. girl. <laughs> What are we talking about? What are we waiting for here? Okay, so the question is about the the the, 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 the right. she made a f the friend. Well, 
I've I've been in well. I, I actually picked that question because I've been, I've we've all been there. Yeah, we've all had like shitty friends where you're like you kind of wake up one day and you're like, what the fuck am I trying with this person? Fuck this person! And you just fucking stop texting them. Like, I'll give you an example, a recent example. A okay, but use ago, names. Okay, fine. A couple. <laughs> you want me to use names? This fuck is gonna be one names. of those things where it's gonna be the Hoffman cut story. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, my I, my friend Eva, we were supposed to, I hadn't really seen a lot of people in a while, and Always she been. has a car, so she talked, we, we were on the phone, and we said, how about this, she said, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Maybe I'll pick you up, and we can go drive somewhere and just sit outside for a bit. You know, we'd sit in the car, we'd wear masks, and we'd go outside and take them off and just sit, because I, I haven't seen anywhere outside of my neighborhood. So I said, okay, let's do this Saturday. Anyways, this conversation was on Wednesday. Wednesday passes, Thursday passes, Friday evening, I text her, I say, what's the plan for tomorrow? And... She doesn't reply. And then on Saturday, I still haven't heard from her. And, and then I call her on Saturday, doesn't answer the phone. And then by and then like Saturday at 2 p.m., she says, oh, text me, oh, so sorry, just having to help a f our friend, who's who I won't mention because they didn't do anything wrong. Uh, our friend, I have to help, I'm helping our friend move. Now, this person posted like a good two, three, four Instagram stories before she sent me the text message about helping the friend move. So I read that as going, well, I guess I'm pretty fucking low on the totem pole, eh? Like, I'm below your all your social media people who you don't even know. So, you know, and that's just my opinion. But you'll have to cut the name. You'll have to bleep out the name. I shouldn't have said the name. I don't know who the... F I know. You know what? Leave the name. Okay, it's fine. Anyways. Thank you. So, so now I just, you know... We're not even that good friends to begin with, so I don't know why it bothers me. Honestly, I'm waiting to do the same thing to you two. You know, just fucking. Yeah, but the hey, funny wait, thing is, what? if you did that to me, you would have only one person who calls you and asks how you're doing, and that would be Robin rather than two, which would be Robin and me. So. Wow, that I, was a soft spot. For, that was a like you just you get in there with him, Gorian, so I'll just fast. Call the fucking <laughs> Skype test call service and get the same fucking. We're <laughs> now recording for the next ten seconds. Talk one eight hundred. Don't make me put you on. The, don't make me put you on one of your probation periods. One eight hundred. If I go, if I go a day without talking to Gorian, you should see how he crawls like a cockroach after an apocalypse. Take a hit. What about me? What about me? I can't do some fucking advice here, please. What do you think about the question, Robin? Have you ever dealt with that? I mean, I am not the person that you would reach out to not knowing me, just looking for support. I don't think I'm that gal. Um, I need to feel invested yeah. in you. So, I, personally, I've never been in that situation. Um, well, but I don't know if you guys remember this, but like... Maybe Rob remembers this. This was like two years ago when we were working at fucking Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And someone at Starbucks messaged me after I worked there for like a day and a yes. half. And they were like, I'm having a big fucking panic attack right now. I don't know who mm -hmm. else to text. And I was like. Yeah, they were uh, like. I was like, I'm sure you have someone you can text, you know. Yeah, like, they texted Gorian of all people. Yeah. And it was, I remember that day because it was the fucking. <laughs> Couldn't pick um, a worse person. It was the World <laughs> Series. And I was going out to get pizza to bring home and fucking watch the World Series. And Goyne was like, oh, you are having a hard time. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> well, I showed up to work the, the fucking two days later and everything was fine. So the system works. Um, can we get the answer? Sure. Bothered. I think we all have better things to be bothered about, which is why I want to write this answer. The big stuff is inevitable and in many ways immovable. So we count on the small things to lighten the burden, make us smile, keep us focused, remind us how worthwhile it is to bear up and labor through the difficult times. 
So when a small thing we thought we could count on utterly fails to lift us up, and not only that, but also proves to be a psychic burden of its own, it can weigh on us disproportionately, even to a ridiculous juvenile degree. I'm going to go along with your assessment of this as small, by the way, because hers is merely an every few months email-only presence in your life. But I actually disagree with both of us in this assessment. Our connections and how they affect us are neither juvenile nor ridiculous. They matter. Anyway, I felt I needed to say that, and not only to justify the length of this answer. Lopsided relationships like this one, dogging you intend... Sorry. Lopsided relationships like the one dogging you tend to have two basic emotional consequences. Dismay at the other person for the weak effort to reciprocate after taking so much of our best efforts, and dismay at ourselves. Shame, even, for allowing ourselves to be so grimly exploited. And I feel that way. Shame on me. Yeah, do you feel exploited? I do. Shame on me. I just learned the real uh... meaning of that word this year, and it opened my eyes. What, exploit? Yeah, to be exploited, what it means to be exploited. What are you talking about? Who exploited you didn't know what it meant? this year? No one exploited me this year. I just like learned really I learned... wrote Old Town Road, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Little Nas X exploited me. Oh, man. Um, <coughs> dear Miss Manners. What is your opinion on the answer? Um, I think he should fuck his dad and his wife. <laughs> okay. <no. laughs> Dear Miss Manners, basically, if it's not a Gorian question, he has no opinion whatsoever. It's just it's just filler before he can talk once again. So please, Mister Manners, opinion. We are Gorian's backup singers. Okay. Uh, okay. Come on, Robin. Don't turn on me. Yeah. Don't be such a dilly, Robin. What? Do we have anything else to say? No. No. Was that your word? That's the second time you said it. That's the third time I've said it. <laughs> and I said That's my the word third too. Time I said it. I said my word. Okay, but you two have to say your. You two have to because because we know my words, Dilly. I need each of you to say your words again. Okay. So continue. All right, dear Miss Manners, my husband of nearly twenty years has started a habit that's causing me a lot of embarrassment. When we go out to eat and he's ready to go but we have not received the check, he will stand up next to the table and prepare to leave. He insists that the waiter should be paying attention and know that we are ready. I explain that it makes everyone around him, including our children and me, uncomfortable and that he needs to sit down. I could not find anything that would indicate that this specific action is in poor taste, and I'm hoping you will clear this up for us. I'll clear That's it up a good for question. you. Yeah, please tell me. Sit the fuck down. Are you kidding me, dude? If you're standing up and you're not going anywhere, you're just going to stand in the... You're just going to block the way for people to get by? No, no, you no, stand no, no, up, no, 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 no. Put your fucking coats on. You start walking to the front door. If no one stops you, guess what, dude? Free drinks. That's ridiculous. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, man. Free drinks. Fuck that guy. Look. As someone who's worked in a restaurant. <laughs> for like a half a second. Yeah, when did you work in a restaurant? I worked all summer at a restaurant. Can you just think half a second? I missed the full Robert Altman retrospective, okay? Oh, this story again. I Every will, time. I will say, I, we have been in those situations where like you're at like a sushi place or something and like you just can't get their fucking attention. They're running, they're sprinting past you and you're like, ah! you know? What do you mean they? Have you ever done waiters and stuff? You know, it's impossible oh, to get at some fucking epi- at some fucking um, restaurants. Like, it's impossible to get their fucking attention. You know, because they just want you to order more shit or something. You know, so you have you ever dined and dashed? You stand I'm up, not you trying to excuse on, bad service. You stand in like the aisle, and then when they walk past, you go, "Okay, can I get the check?" By the way, 
unless you're you you'd got to be in a real big rush because yeah if, if i'm let's just say you're at the table next to me and i'm eating and you just stand up and you're standing next to me that would make me really anxious if you're well, just standing what? there you should have gone somewhere where they have better service <laughs> yeah it's-, <laughs> it's my it's my fault yeah honestly if but do you not I, do you not feel for the fucking guy that's been waiting twenty minutes for his fucking check that he had to stand up? If I was a woman and basically try and fucking leave because they wait, want to I want to hear Hoffman finish this. If, if I, I was, was a woman. woman and I was on a date with a man, and he and we finished eating, and he stood up and it's put his coat on and fuck stood a next woman, to the table, Hoffman, you wouldn't it do doesn't it make then, a difference. No? Like this is this guy's. He has a family and his wife. Like does he have to be such a fucking obnoxious? You know what? He's obviously like some he some like white. He fucking paid for the meal, and he wants to fucking leave. And he was. You said he didn't pay for the meal. He's waiting oh, for the check. You, okay, come on. The grandpa, he paid for the fucking meal. Grandpas always pay for meals. They're always no, no, no. Take my, take mine. You know, they they always pay for the shit. You know. One time I was at a restaurant. Wait a second. Am I misunderstanding something? Is this advice column not about a family that goes out for dinners and the father always stands up? It's about a husband of 20 years with their grandchildren. So he's the grandfather. Yes. And he's tired of fucking waiting for you. He wants to go. That's different. You're he right. He insists that the waiter should be paying attention and know that we are ready. I explained that it makes everyone around him, including our children and me, uncomfortable and they need to sit down. He's probably being an asshole. Old people are... Old people it's are snapping or something. Old guys, Rude. yeah, but that's so passive aggressive. Like old as a former waitress, like, are probably a most Hoffman of them are assholes. Waitress. Most old old white guys are assholes, aren't they? I mean, like they're all a little bit racist and a little bit like you know, for the most part. What do you, okay? Let, let me read this answer. Gentle reader. <laughs> no, it's pronounced gentile. I'm sorry. Gentile <laughs> Get reader. It? Your husband Thank has you. two goals, to get out reasonably quickly and to demonstrate to the waiter and the room generally that the waiter is not doing his job or her job, Miss Manners. The first is understandable. The second being less kind is not something to which your husband is likely to admit, which gives Miss Manners your solution. Dear, if he did not notice that we have been waiting here for 15 minutes in front of empty plates, he is not going to understand you're standing up. You may then suggest that he asks the hostess or another obvious stationary representative of management for the check. He's a kvetch. Well, you know, my whole thing is that, like, putting the jacket on does fucking help you get their attention that, like, you're ready to bounce. Because I've done it what do you like, mean? I do it at bars when, like, you're drinking at a bar for, like, a fucking while. And a it's bar just is with, different like, than a restaurant, though. I guess so. Yeah, I guess you're right. And I guess I spend more time if I've been, bars if I've been... restaurants. I mean, standing up and putting your coat on, like my grandfather, like we'll go, we'll be out for dinner with the family, and after things have been after the check's been paid, but when he's ready for the meal to be over and for everybody to go home, he doesn't say let's all go. He stands up and puts his coat on, and we all get up and leave, <laughs> and that's how it works. When Grandpa stands up and puts his coat on, the family dinner is over. That's how it should fucking work. Yeah, but you should pay first. You and he'll stand up and put his coat on, and then we all get up but and go. Sometimes you don't know if you have to like, go to the front you, or they okay, Robin, the machine. I know that that's your word of the day. I know that that's, that fetch is your word of the day because it's a because you've been using it wrong every time you mention it. You've been using it incorrectly, and I was going to stop you the first time and say, do you know what that word means? And then you just did it again. So obviously, you don't know what it means because it's your word. <laughs> just a complaining person, no? I just got Gorian's one line fetch. about you it. You criticize or complain a great deal. Yiddish. 
Yeah, but we don't. We say it, it's to kvetch, not a kvetch. I'm kvetching. It's not a person. I, see, I didn't know if it was a verb or not. Well, it's it's more of a verb. So it, couldn't tell if it was a, a noun or a verb. Kvetch. No, like, a if, noun if, if, is if, to criticize. Kvetching is like when we go out for dinner with my grandparents and we sit down at one table and this one's too cold and that one's too loud and this one's too this. They're kvetching. It's like, okay, let's just sit down and eat, please. But, um... Dilly, something to something or someone regarded as remarkable, unusual, etc. Dilly of a movie, and bellwether, one that takes the lead or initiative, leader and indicator of trends. When did you say bellwether? When did you say oh, bellwether? Just, just listen back to it because I didn't even fucking hear hear her say fetch twice. You said I heard her say it once, not twice. Robin and I were probably mid conversation, and Grant goes, "No, no, 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 When we're done doing this, he's going to record an audio clip of him saying bellwether and just drop it at the beginning and go, "Told you so." Told you so. Dear Karen, feeding. Care. I love that I still think I still hear it as Karen feeding rather than care and feeding. I found out that my 11 year old child was pressured into riding in a car being driven by one of her friends, Maria. Apparently, Maria's mother was not only aware of this, but sent these two sixth graders in the car by themselves to run an errand for her while she was watching TV. What? That's awesome. Cool parent. I found all this out when I saw Maria driving down the road with my 10 year old neighbor in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter confessed. I'm glad that my daughter told me what happened, but now I'm not sure what to do. I've sent She's a text like, to Mommy had too many white claws. Will you mind running to the bank for me? And here's an extra $5 for some candy. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mom. <laughs> I've sent a text to my neighbors to see if she knew what her daughter was doing, but she hasn't answered. The neighbor and Maria's mother have been close friends for years, and I suspect that my neighbor knew what was going on. I have had... <laughs> I have fairly severe social anxiety, which is wearing my... Which is wearing with my sick whore that my child was put in this situation that Maria's being left. I thought you said sick things. whore. Yeah, I heard sick whore as well. I kind of just take it back. With my sick whore. You sick whore. Should I raise the subject with these parents, or should should or just settle for keeping my daughter and Maria at my house when they want to get together? After the virus is lifted. I do not blame Maria since she is a child, but I'm very concerned about her. I don't think people will change their behavior because of my disapproval, but I want to do the right thing. And there's no way my child can be left there again. Signed, Mad at Maria's mom. Hilarious that like 11-year-old Maria was told by her mother to get in the car and go drive. And one... Born to be wild! You know? Like, didn't, didn't say like, maybe that's weird. Who? And also like, knew what the fuck to do. Who? Maria. Maria. The most beautiful sound I ever heard. Maria, 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 Maria. I just met a girl named Maria. Do you guys remember that story that happened about two months ago with like <laughs> that kid that stole a car and drove it to a Lamborghini dealership to buy a Lamborghini with like four dollars? Eleven year old kid. Do you guys remember that story? <laughs> He's the new Latarian Milton. Literally, yeah. We, we Hop and I love he watching cares. kids drive cars. We know Latarian Milton was a seven year old who stole his grandmother's car. He's yeah, a hero. And, oh, He's in jail now. No, he's not. I just what? Thought, I think they had like an update article where it's like, remember yeah, this kid? No. He's like 18. No. Swear to God, swear yeah. to God, dude. If Where I look up his cool? name and find out that Google he's in it, jail, the first, gonna, I'm sorry, the first thing is going to be, I'm sorry. Milton is not your average seven-year-old. That's the video. Average kid. And the verdict is? OJ Simpson is not guilty. Oh my God. He looks old now. He doesn't he look so cute. Now. He doesn't look so cute now that he's twenty. 
Ah, <laughs> was so cute. I can't believe that, that was Facebook. 17 years ago. Um, so what would you do? Your kid, your 11 year old. Oh, I was like in the car driving. That's fucking sketch. I did stupid shit as a kid, but not with like a fucking vehicle. You can fucking kill someone with a vehicle. Go play you in the can. fucking woods with nails and shit, you know? Don't fucking drive cars because you'll get arrested and you have a fucking record. Is this why you still don't drive? Basically, I just go play in the woods with nails. You do. You're like, I'm going to go for a walk in the woods. Uh -huh. I've been gone all day. What about you, Hoff? Would you get mad? I'm sorry. I'm really like uh, taken no. aback by. I'm actually looking at Latarian Milton's record right now, and it's just really upsetting. Can so we not, just, can we not look at a man's? Record I know. I just like that. I didn't know that. that I know, but you didn't have to tell me. You could have told me that after. I don't like it. Sorry, we should have broken the news more softly. We know what Latarian meant. Oh, to it's fine. I'll write him a letter now that I have an address at least. Basically, she says, "Talk to the mom." And say, hey, listen, you can't fucking do this. Well, yeah. Well, never mind. He's on probation. Totally against the law to like knowingly let your kids do that and to encourage it. That's cuckoo bananas. Or okay, just okay. Brain blast. Be open-minded for a minute. Children's carpool to public school. Maria's Genius. gonna pick you up at 7:30 a.m. Drive down to Stacy's. Pick her up. You guys are all gonna. We can fit one in the trunk. We can fit three in the back. We can fit like three or four in the fucking front. They're tiny, dude. They can fucking climb all over the place, you know? What about bikes? Honestly, what like it's, it's distracting watching Hoffman like take in this information about Latari. Hoffman, right get the fuck off the goddamn browser, like, dude. This is he's wearing sunglasses. And he's just like you can see like <sighs> the devastation on his face. Right. <sighs> um who else has another one? Does someone have another musing? I have another advice column. Oh, all right. It's another care. It's another um, hacks. If it's Carolyn more than three hacks. paragraphs, just skip. It's not. It's not. It's not. I have a quick musing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's just packs of hot women on bikes in Toronto now. There always three have packs. been. Fucking three past me, and I was like, "Damn, why the fuck are they?" Gorian, I honestly think it could be because you just haven't gone inside in three months. No, so yeah. you're just These like. Girls were fucking. <laughs> What did you say earlier about how you cook chicken? You Describe said you pounded a tit. Yeah, I'm making fucking chicken parmesan after. I have it in the fridge. I'm going to fry that bitch up. It's going to be delicious. He was like, I was uh, pounded a tit. Pounding a tit. And he like. It was a fucking scary. joke like and a private conversation we had, Robin. Okay. Yeah, and you brought it out here. I thought to you'd have more common posting. sense than to understand that. Sorry, guys. I've had one white claw and I'm yeah. loosey-goosey. Anyways, dear Carolyn. One of my best friends started seeing a woman after being alone for a long time, and our whole friend group was very happy for him. She seemed great at first because she is friendly and outgoing, thoughtful, and giving of her time if anyone needs a favor. But we came to find out that is only with her friends. With strangers, she's downright nasty. She ridicules how they talk, their appearance, their actions if they're slightly confused or make a mistake, or ask what she considers a dumb question. She's and she catching. makes a stream of mean comments, even when the people can hear her. I want to talk to my friend about this, but my boyfriend says I should stay out of it. And our friend is not going to break up with a good-looking woman who treats him great just because she's snarky. I think I owe it to him to at least try. Which of us is right? Signed, Greg. I'd love a girlfriend that just roasts you two all the fucking time. I think that'd be yeah. Hot. Good luck to her. <laughs> Roast us. Yeah. Hoffman, you Jew. <laughs> Robin, you cunt. And then Gorian just comes right there and then. 
I honestly would love that for you. I was listening I feel to another like- episode of that we had where, like, it was, again, it was, like, can you tell um, a friend that they have a shitty spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend? Yeah, I was as I was reading that, I, I, I realized that we'd done a... Just well, a you know, it's always going to cover a little bit of everything. Sure, like, of course. Do we all as E. Jean once or... said, as E. Jean once said, please every single advice please, column... Please, I need this job so bad. Oh, my God, please, I need it. She kept the suit. Eugene said every advice column is about a bad man. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. She said that. That's great. I'm going to take down that. Don't look at me, Eugene Signature. Get out of there. How dare you disrespect Eugene? Um, do we know Do do we know anyone in real life that has like a shitty SL right now? Any, any of you Let guys? Think. I'm trying to think too. I know someone who, who has a really great partner and I'm like, you're with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't really count. Um, it's the opposite. You're like... Yeah, Your I know him. And Let's then I met her and I went there, dude. And then I met her and I went in there. I went, what? Um, yeah, I, I, sure. I feel like I've been the person who dated the person that nobody liked. And it's like, a, it was a revelation to me when we broke up that everyone was like, oh, thank goodness. I feel like I, could, I can't look at any couple without going, that one's the better person. <laughs> It's so true. There's like, always one the higher rank. This is the higher rank. Microphone. What do you? Do? It's insane. You're like over here. Oh, Gorian, <laughs> literally like even a thousand miles away, you still find a, re- a way to fuck it up. I'm sorry. To make him so mad. Um. So what do we? You say? know what? I'll, I'll offer the problem. The real problem usually doesn't come from the person you think in these situations it's the it's the person that attracts the shitty people not the shitty people that come to the person Hmm. or that or that that person just accepts that would you um do your own audiobook hoffman like your own biography would you do you or did you get like fucking you know someone cool to do the voice i would do an audiobook version of the hoffman story when robin finishes it oh my god see that's the kind of motivation i need because I'd be that's like, great the hoffman story by robin hebb matthew hoffman robin was a young sex scene into it with like a lot of like gratuitous you know yeah that, that, that was like that's a great actually episode. hilarious i still and... have the full the un, it's never been read on air the full version of the hoffman robin gorian threesome sex story that gorian paid for the uncut version Wait, is always what? better dude did you not listen to that episode this was just the two of us where i paid someone to write erotica for us I've never, Have you never seen that episode, bitch. What I the wish I had it you here doing with your time. <laughs> if I had the pages here, uh, I'd read it, but it's in my house. How in did Canada. you never send that to me, I, though? I definitely did. Or like, no, I would. It's, it's three single spaced. It's three or four single spaced pages of hardcore erotica. That's like fucking really awesome. hard. <laughs> like, I fuck you, you peg Gorian. I fuck Gorian. <laughs> Gorian, like, blows you. You know, it's a bit of everything. Gorian, how have you never. Okay, you have to send it to me immediately. Immediately after this, it's that's a movie. Movie episode. I can't remember what the name of it is. It's, it's I'll tell you, it's an episode of, with Matt Hoffman. Yeah. I want to publish it on my website. It's really good. I read the whole thing. I, I, I guess I can still go on to the Fiverr account that I have and like fucking pull it up because she just sent it to Robin, me like, that text up. Robin, you need to listen to this episode. <laughs> it's about, really fucking we've, funny. We've been recording for about an hour, and then Gordon says, "Do me a favor, reach into the <laughs> pillowcase on that couch cushion," and I go, "What?" 
He goes, yeah, yeah, just unzip it and reach in. And then there's a bunch of papers. And I pull them out, and he goes, yes, now read this. And I just start reading it. And it starts off like a very normal story. But then all of a sudden, you know, Matt starts starts licking his lips, as Gorian says. And that's all, folks. And then Robin unbuttons herself and says, which one of you boys is going to eat my cunt and something? Robin Robin was away in Brunswick, and she comes in and catches us. That's what happens. That's amazing. It's so good. You have to How did you never... I don't fucking know, dude. That's we just trying. Ass- you know what, Robin? We just assumed that ro- that bad vice with Gorian and Robin would be listened to by the Robin. <laughs> we just thought. <laughs> have I heard more more episodes of your own podcast than you have? Probably. You know what? We can do another episode. I can get her to write a part two to it. And we can do another fucking live reading. Yeah. And we'll, we'll read part one and then Robin can read part two. Yeah, I would love to. Um, can I read another one? Yeah. Sure. All right, I'm going to send you guys the link because it's a bit of a long one to follow along, but it's a super fucking simple thing. A bit more enthusiasm, Mr. Hoffman. Oh, wow. So I much love from both of you. with my boyfriend for two years, 23 female and 26 male, after we met online. We were long distance, but he only texted me, and at a point, I told him I couldn't continue without a video call to ensure he is who he says. He said he was insecure about his voice on the phone, kept putting it off until I gave him an ultimatum. We had our video call, I told him I loved his voice, and we haven't had a problem with calling since. His voice was raspy, like strained vocal cords, so I figured that that was why he was self-conscious. When I met him, it was the same time... When I met him, it was the same thing, deep but raspy and hoarse. It was kind of sexy to me, and I made sure he knew... I wasn't he wasn't so insecure um, after we met we saw each other every other weekend alternating drives until we got a place together in town six months ago he's met my family and friends and I've only met one of his friends because he was his roommate he says his other friends aren't really close and he has a strained relationship <laughs> with his family he gets good sorry I read ahead a couple lines his mom has been calling him since he moved, but he always ignores them. I don't want to go into detail why he didn't want to talk to her, but I eventually talked him into giving her a try. Earlier this week, he actually took the phone outside and called her, but asked me for some privacy. They talked for almost three hours. When he finally came in, he looked so happy. I asked him how it went, and immediately he answered, really well. But I swear he sounded like a Muppet character. It was not my boyfriend's voice by a long shot. He went from a deep, raspy voice to Mickey Mouse. I sincerely thought he was joking, so I laughed. He started a coughing fit, but I thought he was laughing too. Nope. He asked what I was laughing at, and I told him whatever that impression was. <laughs> Legitimately thinking he was making some weird joke. The absolute difference in voices made it sound like he was out of a cartoon. He got pissed at me, went back to his regular gravelly voice, I guess, and told me his voice cracked from talking too much. Well, today, when he was ignoring his mom's phone calls again, and when I asked why, he got quiet. After trying to figure out what was wrong, he finally opened up that he's been faking his voice for our entire relationship to the point he believed it. And when he talked to his mom, his natural voice just came out, and I embarrassed him. There's a picture here. Oh, it's a picture of a Muppet character. Yes. (laughs) There's a picture of Beaker, I think. Yeah, it's Beaker. I don't know what to think. I both feel like an asshole for laughing at him. It's my favorite Muppet. <laughs> and it's not like my fault that he lied about his voice and randomly went from The Witcher to Sesame Street. And Can I read I, the edit? I've, yeah, please. I haven't read the edit yet. So, please so at some point later, this was added. Edit. I've been up all night talking with him about this. He keeps going in and out of voices. <laughs> he admitted to me. Now it sounds like they're in a mental institution. <laughs> 
going in and out of voices, he admitted to me that all the problems he said about his mom were exaggerated so I wouldn't meet her because she'd know it's not his voice and call him out on it. He's like, hey, baby. He's like, Batman? What are you talking about? Well, it makes me think of High Pitch Eric, the guy. There's a guy from the Howard Stern show who calls in for the sole reason that he has this like Mickey Mousey voice, and he's this big like 50 year old obese man who just does a Mickey Mouse voice. We had um, a friend growing up whose dad had like an like a really high voice, and when like whenever you first met him, you're like, holy shit, like he sounds exactly like Mickey Mouse. That is so bizarre. I kind of like am jealous of this girl just because it's such a good story that her boyfriend like lied to her for so long and then. But about something so yeah, bizarre. Yeah. Fuck you so hard. Fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> Imagine if like he could only do his regular voice when he comes or something, so he's like oh. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I like for three hours. <laughs> I like the idea that when he comes, he goes <laughs> with his natural high fucking pitch voice. Okay. Um. So what would what would we do? That's like kind of like faking like an Australian accent or something. Don't lie. Don't lie about something so fucking major. Really. But here's my question: Did he start doing the fake voice? for her or had he been doing the fake voice for like a few years until then i think they dated online for a while and like texted for a long time and then she was like i want to fucking hear your voice i need to know you're a real person and then he was like it's now or never and he just like made a fake voice in in the moment (laughs) (laughs) calls the skype test call service we will now play back your recording I hope I can go on a date. Oh, you um, What a hilarious right. thing to lie about. Um, yeah, so there's, uh, I guess I'll be like one. Not the asshole. Boy's been faking his voice for two years and expects you to bring. Again, like, these things seem so crazy that I'm like. Is only real? only a man would do that. Yeah. Only a man would do a, like, a, would do a fake voice. Mm-hmm. Fragility. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot, like, there really is. It's really interesting. Um, really interesting. Any other musings? Yeah, why are uh, I have musings? Thank you. Um, I want to tell our audience about a little My something audience. called. I want to tell your audience about a little something called the book. <laughs> you told yeah, me you're bringing the book, and I forgot what the book was. No, you didn't. You, you asked me to book. bring the book. You, you said to bring the book. The book? What? I, I legitimately have no idea what fucking book you're talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> You gotta be the book. The book. Oh, the book. The book. Oh my god. Obviously, the book. So the book is. I have a little notebook that I. It's just a person. It's it's a little pocket app, but in real life. Yeah, it's my notes app in real life. It's usually in my bag or like under a couch cushion, so that if I have an idea or something I want to write down, it's usually in reach. So I'll be sitting on the couch, and I'll reach under the cushion and grab it and write something down. And ninety percent of the time, it's me saying, "You should go get your book," and you're like. I'm not going to go get my book. It's not worth it. And I'm like, it's fucking worth it, dude. It's a good idea. So there's, so we got the book. You know, there's a lot of material for jokes, a lot of, like, perspective Seinfeld bits. But I just want to run a couple, like, I want to run an idea by you. And I don't know if we've run this by Robin yet. Okay. So here's the idea. So, you know, COVID, touching things, not good. Mm-hmm. Once we start to reopen, stores with, like, 
machines like credit card machines and like Appables. ATMs. You know, if Wait, you go to a fast food place and you order machines, do you mean like like the where you pay, or do you mean like an ATM? But either an ATM or where you're so paying and you have to put your every chip in. Store ever. Just let the man. Yeah, America is a little different here. You don't always. It's different. Like not every. You know, in Canada, it's the same sort of every every place is the same system. You got to touch the keys. It's different here. So, but okay. you're right. You are right in this in Canada. Thank you. Anyway, so I'm thinking we implement what I like to call a dip station. Okay, so the dip Just station. So you know, this was my fucking idea that you said was your idea. By the way, this is my idea. I, I told you to write this down, dude. This is 100 percent of me idea. I said it, and then no. you said, "Go get the book and write that down." It's no. so good. I I told you this idea. Knowing you would fucking write in your book, I 100% swear to God, this is my. Okay, idea. but then the tagline has to be mine at least. Con continue though. No, well, he didn't deny it's it. It's a cop about this big. I'm holding a small little cop, and it's filled with water and little soap. It's a dip station, and the tagline is, "Stick a fingy in it." <laughs> so you stick your fingy fingy in the dip no. station, swirl it around a little yeah. bit, and then you can touch things, and then you put it back in the dip station. And maybe it it'll be like the things that clean the golf ball. It'll got like, a couple little brushes in it. You could sort of. Yeah, rub against it a little bit, you know, get like, any, like large pieces off your hand that may be like, on there. We call Honestly, the, the word fingies is one of the most offensive words in the English language. It is I think so disturbing. Fingies, and I was like, oh, oh you should stop. have a little dip station for them, you know, like at the bank, you know, like you fucking dip the, your fingies in. And then fingies. Then... <laughs> like a fingy in it is the, uh, oh, God, it's Can you so give us another, another black book? I'm trying to think if there's anything. There's something in there, at least. I mean... It's a very exclusive club, the Black Book. I just don't know if what, this, what part of this I want to share. How about... She told me she was asexual. Oh, God. <laughs> don't say that one. That's just a fucking Seinfeld bit we wrote together. That This is just coming into like us referencing old conversations we had. Okay, why don't you tell us about the swap? No, I've already, we already okay, talked about so it. much. Clammed up. Cut, it after, are cut up. it after the fingy station. Oh, eBay. I'm going to do some advice. You ready for this? Yeah. But it wasn't a Seinfeld thing. All it was is the two lines, which is, she told me she was an asexual. And then, I think that means she likes it up the ass. Yeah, that's like if I ever <laughs> had like a fucking Judd Apatow comedy, you know. Okay. Robin, do you want me to read you what, what? She told me she was asexual. I thought that meant she liked up the ass, you know? Pete Davidson, this summer is. Okay, so when I, we'll cut back in here, and you can just go on to your new one. Do you want to tell Robin about your BLT? Dear Prudence, I recently hosted a Zoom call for my work team. At the end of the call, I was sent the transcript for the meeting's group chat as it contained some important notes. I was also accidentally sent the transcript for a private chat between my coworkers, Lisa and Natalie. I thought we were on good terms. We've grabbed drinks outside of work and exchanged holiday cards last year, but during the brief chat, Lisa told Natalie it looked like I'd eaten all of my quarantine food already. <laughs> That's so mean. It's <laughs> classic girl on girl shit. She added that if she ever weighed as much as I did, she'd kill herself. <laughs> that is so funny. Robin's dying over here. What are you holding? My microphone. Oh, I think it's like, 
I think Robin gets like how fucking vindictive women are, which is why like it's hitting her way fucking harder. Because like, man, I don't like knowing that these fucking people are out there yeah, sending Christmas cards and then fucking being like, if I was as fat as that bitch, I'd kill myself. It's like Robin. On a scale of one to ten, how horrible are women to each other? A hundred. It is that. It's like sending the Christmas card and then like texting your friend being like, oh, I sent fucking Cheryl a Christmas card, that fat bitch. Like, <laughs> like, I roast my friends and stuff, but like this is like this is like a level of hatred. This is like a weird yeah. level of like. Yeah, it's fucked up because they mean it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, Natalie replied with laughing emojis. I love Natalie. So much I love Natalie. <laughs> Just like the cry. Like, oh God! What should I write? Laughing emojis. And she's like screenshotted that and like sent it to like three other people. Um, while I'm not sensitive about my weight, these comments gutted me. I feel humiliated and wish I'd never seen them. I subsequently had a brief enjoy your weekend message from Natalie. I don't think either of them realize I saw their chat transcript. I'm hesitant to contact HR because A, I dread other people seeing the transcript. B, I hate conflict and disruption. And C, I don't want Lisa and Natalie to lose their jobs. But I don't know how to move forward without addressing this. Should I go to HR? Signed, ridiculed over Zoom. This is probably the most crushing fucking advice thing we've ever brought into this show. Hands down, man. Like, it's pretty bad. Dude, like, I'd rather fuck my dad than, like, have to be in this fucking shitty situation where it's like... <laughs> Really? I don't know, man. The, the, it's it fits with you psychologically, where it's like she sent them Christmas cards and like legitimately thought they were friends, and then the, the like, you know, you don't expect people to be perfect with you, but like, damn, people, dude, people I know what you do. You should go to HR, but only tell on one of them to send a message Fuck to the yeah, other that's one. A great idea. And then when the one gets you fired, you say, say, burn their say, houses down. Hey, Carol, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. You bitch yeah and threaten, threaten them yeah threaten her or Just like, or send a screenshot this is like what women would really like you send a screenshot that you have that and you send it to them in like an email or something or she like some... shit in her lunch or you shit in her lunch you know, or you hire some guy uh, on fiverr to write yeah. erotica about them and send them that. Give the old Spencer Tracy. If you send know us, time. send us your name. We'll go fuck with them. You know, we'll go do. You know, we'll do. We'll shit in their lunch. House. Yeah, we'll shit in their mm-hmm. mailbox. We'll shit in their fucking. <laughs> you know, wherever you want. We'll shit. Each, there. each we'll one of us there. will shit somewhere in their yeah. life. We got you. Um, I know what she should do. What should she do? Hit one of their kids with a car. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> just not like you that would be yourself now, bitch. Not that would fatally. really feature. Not fatally. Just give him a little bump, a little fucking nudge. Little Knock him down. The windshield. They're resilient. Knock him down, and then take your and then take your your foot off the the brake and just let it roll slowly. Just back into the kid. Is there a Lizzo song about this, or am I thinking of something else? What run your kid over? <laughs> you call yeah. me fat. <laughs> I'm a f- squash your kid. <laughs> I'm a squash you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a squash you. Bitch, you don't know me. Is her just like, I think like, you. She should go self park about it. 
you know, cook her, her this woman's kids into a chili. Get your fucking to vengeance, her. dude. This is full-on yeah. war. Fuck these people. They are bad people, yeah. and whatever they have coming to them, they deserve it. Send them a Christmas. Send them another Christmas gift. Just, like, shit in a box and mail there it to them. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm so sorry your coworkers said that you and said that to you and you had to see it. I think bringing this up with your own supervisor and HR is critical because your company will continue holding Zoom meetings in the near future and likely sending out a lot of chat transcripts. So it's important that everyone involved knows that just what private means. That's true. Private conversations were fucking leaked out to everyone, I guess. So anything Well, no, said, what what they what people didn't know when all this COVID stuff because nobody knows how to use Zoom unless you've been using it forever is that the person who hosts the meeting gets every trend like every chat that happens so you can think it's private but at the end the whatever conversations were happening were sent to the host of the meeting are these people thinking that like just because there's like two people left in the conversation that it was like a private fucking thing no because you can you can have like a private conversation yeah. so nobody else gets it but whoever hosts the meeting because it's meant for like work shit so it's, it's all like recorded you have it's like literally recorded for hr purposes huh. yeah but the person has to make the effort to go there and look at them and the person has to make the conscious decision to read messages that they that are very clearly marked to have been thought to have been private. And I think that not everybody would read those. Mm -hmm. I was in a lecture once where I was having a private conversation. She probably knew that they were talking shit about her. Like, I don't know. Women like, know. Christmas card? I do think that, like, again, we bring up friends. Women, oh, no, but women know. Like women know. Men don't know anything about, like, any sort of subte subtext, and women yeah. always know when people are it's, talking shit about them. Robin, I'm, like, top five smartest men you've met. So I think I, yeah. and you, then you know fucking with, nothing. With thirty. Also, you're not. <laughs> what? Um, you're full of I'm not top ten. You actually might be. Um, Men under. Am I not in your thirty under thirty? I mean, yeah, I know a lot of she's really dumb your, men, so you probably are dirty. Hoffman, your hard slouch position has just gotten worse and worse during the. I'm not slouch. My legs are over here. How am I slouch? Further and further, like. Well, because my cord on, is so long place. on my headset. Why can't I just be cozy? Dear Miss Manners. Miss Manners is the work one, right? Always. Um, Give me ask the manager. I do. Oh yeah, that's ask the manager. Well, well, we'll, we'll get there. I got a couple more. Dear Miss Manners, this one's a shortie. I googled several of my coworkers out of curiosity to see what, if anything, might come up. We've all done that, right? I've googled you guys before. I'd be like, does this bitch have a fucking funny lightsaber video on YouTube I don't know about? Wait a um, second, I have a quick question. Go for it. Did did you read the response to the last question, or uh, we I know you have. A, I know you have a habit of like reading the questions and then skipping the response. Well, we we, we can kind of guess. If I skip it, we kind of guess what they were saying. You know, it's like you know uh, what I think you learned after doing this podcast. Tell me what. <laughs> tell me what I've learned on my fucking podcast. You don't really like advice columns that much. I love advice columns. I just know how to keep a show going. You, for some reason, will read, like, when you brought in that weird e-gene thing and you just kept reading and reading and reading and I had to cut you off, I kind of felt we embarrassed go again. for you. I'm sorry. I was like, I need to stop I, You know what right the truth there was? I looked at the pages and for some reason in my head I went, you know what, I can bang this out in two and a half minutes really quickly. And then it just Two and a half minutes on a podcast going. is a lifetime, Hoffman. Which is why I skip shit because if it's a long answer where it's like, oh, this this husband beats the wife. What do we think about it? It's like, 
obviously the fucking advice person's gonna be like, it's bad for four and a half paragraphs. And then, you know, I'll read the first, you know, sentence, I'll read the last sentence. I even read part of that answer and you weren't listening, so. Screw that you. was a very problematic statement you just made, oh. and I'm not even gonna dive into that. Dear so Ms. you Manners. go ahead, Miss Manners. I googled some of my coworkers. Apparently, um, I googled them to see if anything might come up, and I found that one of them has a has a criminal record. Apparently, he has a substance abuse problem that resulted in an assault charge. It was 25 years ago, but I don't think people like that change. So I let everyone Whoa, else in the what? office know. <laughs> That's. A fucked up thing to say. My boss told me that the office has a zero tolerance policy for malicious gossip and that if I ever did something like that again, I would be fired. She knows yeah, that bitch. I am a Christian, so she asked me what There's the your Bible... problem right there. My name is Karen. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> she asked me what the Bible says about gossip. I thought that was totally uncalled for, maybe even yeah. religious discrimination. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. How should I handle this? Get the fuck out. That's how you do. Man. Excuse this me, 25 stuck. years ago, you smoked, I'm sorry, what was it, Mary Jane, you know? But I didn't inhale. You had a jazz cigarette and then you punched somebody? You could have done any drug. I don't give a fuck, you know? You can do any drug now and I don't give a fuck, you know? Like, you can also, doing drugs like, shouldn't be illegal. That's a fucked up thing. But, and to but bring they said out, he assaulted someone. That's not, but she also just said blatantly that if you were an addict once, you're going to be an addict forever and people don't change. That's a fucked up thing to say. Also, what you PCP shouldn't be blamed on your sober self, you know? That's a Listen, different we've all done crazy shit on bath salts, okay? Yeah. That's not me. That's evil me, okay? <laughs> you can't arrest that guy. He fucking lives on PCP world, and you can only get there one way. Lots of PCP. So, what would you do, Hoffman? You find out that the person that you're working with is a fucking... He tried to stab someone in the neck 25 years ago, but missed. And How long have I been working for him for? I'd say you'd get him next time. How long have you been working for him for? Um, working with him for we five years. Have, it's, your, it's a new job there, and you're just googling everyone's names. Nice guy. Doesn't talk much. You, you, you approached him from behind earlier, and you turned around really fucking. Ah! <laughs> but other than He's, that, though, pretty chill guy. Got a raindrop tattoo. On no. his face. <laughs> raindrop tattoo. I don't think it's anybody's anything anyone's done outside of the workplace is anyone's business. Isn't there an office episode about this? I, I assume so. Yeah, I assume like finding someone's old like record is like a thing. Um, I find I don't understand like, why it's like. There's nothing wrong with being Christian, but when you tell someone you're Christian, that's when you know there's something wrong. What does that's the what Bible say? That about? literally happened to me. I was telling Hoffman about it. What happened to you? Did I tell Gorian about oh, it? Oh, the, um, the, the the anti-vaxxer. The anti-vax woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it was someone that went to an anti-vax uh, expo conference protest a with protest. children. With no masks. But you had light, But you were lightly suspicious of her to begin with because one of the because first she, things she, that you she, learned she, about her was how religious and observant she was. Yes, she like she made she very abruptly told me that she believed in Jesus, and Jesus I was like, "Guide okay. us all, though, you know." I love Jesus Christ Superstar. That's one of my top hundred films. <laughs> yeah, it's the best Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. It is. So I'm not, you know, gentle reader. Perhaps your boss should not have invoked your religion, but do you really want to get an HR war about which offense was the greatest? In the end, your boss was showing more faith in you than you did your coworker by giving you a second chance. Miss Manners recommends that you take it. And that's the Bible, motherfucker. You know what I think they should do to this woman? 
Hang her up Hit her kid nails. with a car. <laughs> Hit her kid with a car. That's right, Robin. Yeah. Thank you. And the word of the day is vehicular manslaughter. So easy to pass that off as an accident. Y'all got any well, other ones? The way Robin said that and then put on her sunglasses was really scary. <laughs> How many people do we know in Robin's life that have had accidents? I can't okay. name any. <laughs> I'm on your team, Rob. Fuck this guy. All right. Any of you guys have any other advice columns? Yep, I have one. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Dear Prudence. Dear Prudence. I shouldn't have said it. I should Fine. have just started with yeah. it. Because I knew we were going to do that. I said, if you, you in my head, I said, that. if you say Dear Prudence, Hoffman's going to sing it. And he might sing the whole song. I don't I know Beatles sure. songs. Oh. <laughs> just, eat just eat the orange. Just kidding. She loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girlfriend is pregnant and moved back home with her parents while I work an essential job with incredibly long hours. <clears throat> yep. If I get home, shower, and eat, it's a win. On my days off, I try to schedule video chats with my loved ones, but I don't have energy for much else. I've asked people not to text or call me on my days I'm working unless it's an emergency. My girlfriend can't get, get it through her head. She agrees then gets bored and texts me several times a day. Bitch, I don't, don't want fucking text me. I don't want I to work block Subway. I don't want to block her phone in case something happens to the baby, but getting a dozen messages of you okay? You okay? You okay oh, is like God. sandpaper on the skin. Never mind. I'm, it I'm breeds anxiety and angst. I want to be with her, but I can't leave my job and her parents are pampering her. <laughs> the baby isn't due until late November. Soft bitch. Bitch. I have been ignoring her text for the past week. And when we video chatted, she pouted and accused me of not being a supportive papa. Oh I lost my temper and told her that her mommy made her breakfast in bed the last three days. And she spent all her time on Instagram modeling clothes her daddy bought her. I have actually been working like an adult. She cried and hung up. We apologize to each other, but she's still texting me. <clears throat> we should have a reality show where the three of us like intervene with people's relationships like this, where we just like kind of go to their house, kind of like a queer eye for the straight guy, but it's like queer guy and two more people or something like that. You know, <laughs> we go to their houses and we're like, ditch this guy, dude. Are you stupid? This bitch is not fucking worth it. Take your kid. Fuck alimony, you know. Go to places and tell the guys their wives are bitches. Wait, he's being a little bitch. Are you kidding me? We're going to disagree on this one. Um, we apologize to each other, but she's still texting me. I want to beat my head against the wall. Her parents refuse to accept any money from me and say they will take care of their little girl because they hate you. They hate you is why. No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not. I, never so mind. this dude's busting his ass and his girlfriend's on his ass trying on clothes that he's fucking paid for. No, her dad bought them for her. But he, she's also like, are you okay? And she's pregnant with his baby, and she doesn't get to see him ever. Of yeah, course but she's it's like, him. she's just laying around all day. He's in a fucking coal mine shoveling coal. Are you <laughs> okay? not be are so okay? dramatic. Can you just please 
He works I'm at the Home fine. Depot. Fine, you know, no matter what job it is, it's COVID. You don't have to fucking text. Are you okay every day? You know, and I think that the fact that she is aggressively he's the father texting, of her baby, and I think the fact that she's aggressively texting him all this shit is making him want to talk to her less, including oh the fact that she's pregnant and has a baby. You need to just let him. Let, have give him time to miss you from doing COVID shit. Let him but work a week, you know. Let him do all that shit. Don't don't fucking ask him how he, if he's okay nine times a day, you know. And then it's like, like Hoffman would this, do. This, but this is this is a classic Gorian stance because well, really? he, I, I was because gonna Gor- almost no. I was, gonna, I, I was first of all, Robin. I hundred percent agree with you. Hundred percent agree with you. But um. I was almost going to give you a little credit, Gorian. Then you had to sort of like take a shot at me for being a caring friend when you were having rough times. So, Robin, yeah, go ahead. See, see, Robin, is... rip him apart. Robin, get him. <laughs> get him. This now. is classic fucking Gorian because he's like, yeah. I'm not re- I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Blah, 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 blah. He's stop talking every fucking day. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. Okay. And then, get him. And then get the him. minute, the minute you are left alone for like an hour or two, then come the cute emojis. The little gifts, the photos, the what's ups, the hey man. About? I'm talking about <laughs> that this saying? dude, this letter could have literally gone. come from you. It's like, I don't want to talk about the story. Now we're getting okay. to the good stuff. Well, well, please do. The correct. Okay. The dude works every day as an essential worker, right? Which could be anything fair. He could be an ER doctor or he could work at Tim Hortons. Exactly. But he's working. Working for money. She's pregnant. Yeah. All her shit's taken care of. Living with daddy. Daddy's buying her new clothes. You know? He's checking her Instagram, trying on clothes. Are you okay? Are you okay? Is everything okay today? He's checking up on him, showing that, hey, man, I'm trying to overcompensate for the fact that I'm not, I don't, maybe she doesn't have a job right now. Maybe she lost it. And she's trying to, you know, she, he knows, she knows that he's working, earning money. Classic Orion. Here we are again. I got to say something. The reason why I wasn't saying anything before is because Robin is a hundred percent, is so on with everything. I wanted to hear her talk. You guys and then have, you have never with been your, more and then off you base than something you're fucking this literally is like an actual thing that you did it's no true. more than three months ago. Robin and I had a phone call. Robin said, Matt, just don't talk to him for a day. Yeah, I don't yeah, talk to him yeah, for a day. Yeah, All yeah. of a sudden, he comes, he's like a worm in a rainstorm. A worm in a rainstorm. Gorian, I, like, we're not even kidding. We don't have know. this actual, we had a phone call without you. And we, and, and Matt I'm was like, I'm just worried about him. Guys are I'm worried. And have conversations yeah, yeah. when I'm, I'm not there. I'm worried about him. You know? I'm worried about him. And I'm glad that during those conversations, you still find a way to make conversation about me somehow. You know? No, he literally, Hoffman literally called me to talk about you. And I said, Hoffman, the name of the game is just leave him. Just ignore him. It'll take less than a day. And if, if he, <laughs> and it worked. It was so funny. All I'm saying is, Hoffman is busting his ass, <laughs> paying for all the shit for the kid, and she is aware so the of it. The difference between Gorian and this husband is that the he wife is caring and the husband works his ass off, and we're caring and Gorian does nothing. So that's the difference. I don't. I just think the dude deserves some fucking respect for fucking working during the whole fucking time. You it's know, literally, it's literally what you. Time, and, please. 
It's literally what she's trying to do. And the, no, the thing is, is that this no, relationship. No, 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 She's elevating it. She's, because it clearly says, can we, read, can we read the section again about like what she's actually texting? Because I think that's. Sure, read the, the section again. Because again, yeah. I, I do think we'll that's the weird thing. Is she completely? like checking in on him or is she asking him if everything is okay? Because that's a weird fucking thing to ask someone over and over. But also, that. let's remember, let's keep in mind that this is his totally biased from him third party, like. This is not what she's actually saying. This is what he's saying she's saying. I okay? think, I, I for some reason, I think you guys are thinking that she's asking him if everything's okay emotionally versus I 100% think that she's asking him if everything's okay as a COVID, like he's working emergency first responder job. It's or literally it all of it. It's like, are no, you okay dying from COVID? Are you okay? Like, you're not talking to me. So do you... Like, is our relationship okay? I don't know, man. I feel she's like... Carrying her she's carrying his child. She hasn't been able to see him, and we don't know when they'll be able to see each other. I do think there's a bit of resentment, the fact that she's just fucking around all day, trying to... people have different love languages. Her. I don't know, man. I think I like... Wouldn't you be kind of pissed off if, like, you're working fucking 80 hours a week to like fucking feed your kids and you just check your Instagram stories during your lunch break and it's like oh you're fucking SO's eating a cheeseburger and trying oh, yeah, I, I would if there weren't messages from that person please guys what is she supposed to do you're not calling her to ask what she's doing so, yeah like why shouldn't she be doing whatever she wants this guy's not around she wants to talk to the guy she wants to talk to this guy she they're, wants to they're a couple clothes on instagram she clearly maybe that's how she makes her money to do with her fucking time so she's bored she's bored you guys Brian, you're literally like why would this guy want to work 80 hours a day and then come home and like look at his phone and see that someone cares about him and is worried about him like why would he like that Wait, why are would these he two, want to are know? these two married or they're just a couple we said girlfriend. His girlfriend's know. pregnant. I think we have to agree to disagree on this one. I think you guys are way off. So you wait. So one. you think that he's in the right for being annoyed that his girlfriend is asking him how he is, and I then and then going on Instagram when he's not not. Because he's not. Why do you hate women, Dorian? Why do you hate women? I don't think she's trying to like talk to him. You know, because I think it's like she's asking. You... Okay, let me just. I think because she's asking because can we, we what what's the quoted text messages? Can we just read those? Because I think it's like I think she's not trying to connect with them. I think she's just like texting. Oh, are you OK? And then he checks the text when it's sent, checks her Instagram story. She's trying on clothes and it's like, yeah, you're texting me. Are you OK? While you're at home fucking trying. Yeah, but what is she supposed how to is, how are those two cry? <laughs> Sorry, How are those Sam. two things at all? A, 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 like her being on Instagram Sounds and the way like she's, she's trying rich, to connect with her rich boyfriend. daddy's girl. I think that's my whole fucking life. You just don't like her because of that, but like yeah, that sounds like she's like a bad. Or you just doesn't like her because she's asking how he is and caring. I yeah, and that think, like makes him very uncomfortable. Cares, though. I think that's the thing. I don't think she actually cares. I think we, but we don't have the evidence. Sweeping gesture. You don't have evidence that it's fucking your side either, though. You're like Mark Ruffalo in the HBO Mark Ruffalo yeah, series. Yeah. How much is really watch true. It. Because here's my thing. We don't have evidence that it's either one side or the other. So I do see it from your side, but I just can't help but feel like the dude's working like 120 hours a week. Like he must be fucking tired and fed up and like just wants her escalating. to come over and suck his dick, you know? Like he doesn't want to check in text. He wants you to show up with a fucking six pack and fucking blow him for a while, you know, while he's watching HBO, you know? I'm so lost. He wants a real girlfriend. You're right. He wants a real relationship. Thank you. Yes. I'm so lost in this. 
He doesn't want a fucking uh, empty gesture text because she would actually do something if she actually. So what is he? Would, would he rather? It, what but you, you can't. What you it's mean COVID. you can't? He sees it as an empty gesture because he checks her fucking thing and sees she's having the time of her life. They're just not communicating. Did you send this to us in the chat? No, but yeah, I who can. said who I think Robin read this, right? What were the texts? Read the exact text, please. That he wrote that said that he wrote that she wrote. Yes, thank you. Are you okay? You okay? Oh. Are you okay? Wait, wait, wait. Again? How many times was that? I'm sorry. I, I, I don't understand. How many times? Are you okay? Just the one time, right? Three times, Gorian. Are you okay? You okay? Are you okay? We should just tell we should write to the girlfriend and be like, this guy's a fucking lost cause because if he's anything like Gorian is five times, would that make you even more, you know? She's really intent into it, you know? Are you okay? Are you okay? I don't you understand okay? why you hate people checking up no, on you. No, no, don't no. This person is clearly a different case. There's yeah, a but you're checking but in. But you're drawing you're, from your own feelings and emotions yeah, to give credence so. send, to send his anger. I just did. I just we need I, to fucking dissect. I literally it. I'm sorry. just did. I did. It's okay. in there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, can we read the answer at least? How many people ask you how you're doing every day? I'm just curious. 69. None, because they yell at him. They yell at, or he yells at them. Like, this is the same one with the um, dad having sex with the son. Yeah, you have to scroll down. You, have to oh, scroll okay. down. you gotta pass the good stuff. There's Boy, a mortgage question. Yeah. I don't know. Well, did we read the answer? No, I'm... Um, okay, I, we haven't even finished reading the thing the question um we were we were together nine months before this and i don't know if i want to continue the relationship it's stupid it's childish but she keeps texting me and i'm going insane Wait, so i will be there been for, together for nine months yep i will be there for so the baby but my commitment to our relationship is wavering i wonder what made them stay together his last line classic my mother was a military spouse with five kids and never acted like this <laughs> Mama he's was like, never like this. She he's like, Dill, why, why isn't Dill, she exactly like Dill, my mom? I Dill, love my mom. And Dill. Also, let me just say the way she wrote you okay was the letter U space That he okay. wrote that she wrote it. And then Y-O-U. Why would he write you okay, you okay two different times with different spellings? Clearly she's fucking like sending him a, a hundred. This is crazy chick shit, dude. The you okay, you okay, you okay like a hundred times. You've got you to literally like there's a difference, Robin. You've got to tell me there's a difference. If I was pregnant with somebody's baby and I couldn't see them and they were not responding to my text only messages. Known for nine months. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I could know him for forty years and I could know him for nine months. And if I, I was pregnant with his matter. baby and he was blatantly ignoring me and thought I was annoying, I would be so pissed. Hey Robin, you've seen Sex and City, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which of all the all the boyfriends that the girls ever dated do you think Gorian is? Oh, I haven't watched it. I that think close. he's Burger, the guy who leaves the the post-it note. Yeah. Also, let's yeah. be real. She he says, I don't want to block her phone in case something happens to the baby. Mm -hmm. These disgusting Both parties are fucking crazy, would, okay? Consider that that he would consider blocking her number when she's carrying his child. He is disgusting. She is that annoying, dude.
Excuse me. He chose to stick it in and 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 to not and to not take precautions. So take a little responsibility, buddy. You're gonna have to make some phone calls. Boohoo! You could have worn a condom if you didn't want anyone to bother you. Okay. Case closed. One hundred percent. It's gonna be such a nasty childhood for that kid because those parents are gonna hate each other. Also, kind of rude of the parents not to accept the money that he's fucking sending to her. Like that's a rude thing to do. It makes me feel like the parents are like, "This guy is a schlub," and like a schlub. He's working and sending them money, like, and they aren't taking the money. He literally put essential worker. If you read the beginning, it's in quotation marks. Okay, so it's not like. I am an essential worker. Yeah, I think it's in quotation marks. Hold on, the day, at the beginning, because I, I thought at the end, end of the like day, like the only person who really, the only person who really likes this guy, the only person who really likes this guy is the woman who's pregnant with his child. Her parents obviously hate him and think he's a piece of shit, which he probably is, and are not taking the money because they're saying to the, even to the daughter, like. We don't, don't, we don't even want him. this guy around. Look, this and, guy's and, operating and even for like all of that. a day on COVID patients, and he's working overtime. He's not operating on COVID patients. He's an essential worker. He's, and he's going he might be cleaning the bedpan. He's digging through the pockets of decomposing COVID Ladies, ladies, one at a time. The nurses made him do a TikTok this week. It's been rough for him, okay? Why are you making him a doctor? He's an essential worker, it said. It's an essential worker. He, we, he's like, he works at the Burger King know. for 25 hours a week. Can we move on? He I cleans wish up we the, would. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, he, he cleans, he clean, he empties the garbage cans at the you know so subway stations. Like, what are you talking about? What's crazy to me is that Gorian always sends these girls that he, like, meets on Hinge and Bumble and mm-hmm. Tinder, like, mm-hmm. to listen to the podcast. And, like, but then he says shit like this. And I'm like, why are you sending, like... <laughs> Why do you wonder you why you're so fucking, fucking episode, single? Dude. They don't listen yeah, to the fucking COVID. They listen to the episode and they say, "Are they say a solo episode?" <laughs> fucking no one listens to this. They're gonna like they're gonna go to this like new this most latest one. I'm a 36 year old woman. You know he's gonna he's gonna do something to this audio, and he's gonna do little cuts and edits, and you and I are gonna look like the idiots here, Robin. 100%. He's gonna do something to us. I'm a 36 year old woman. In early 2019, I was going through a horrible breakup. I just could not recover from the betrayal my ex caused, cheating mostly. I was constantly thinking of ways to revenge on him for the pain he caused. He also would always eat the last cookie in the cookie jar. Real <laughs> dick move. Real small dick energy. Um, I was constantly thinking of ways to get revenge on him for the pain he caused, which I know is not productive. Three months after the breakup, I went online to purposely seek out men in his community to make him jealous. My ex lives over an hour away. Again, this is what women do, Robin. This is the shit that women do. They fuck guys where their ex lives to fuck with them. That's right. I just listened to this song the other day and the opening line. I'm pretty sure the opening line of the whole album is I should have fucked all your friends. (laughs) I was like, what album? It's the Jesse Reyes album. I worked with her. Yeah, I know you did. And she is cool. Her boyfriend's tall as fuck. I hope she fucks all his friends. <laughs> um, I hope not. Three months after the breakup. Right. Um, I met Alex and we hit it off. Even though I was still secretly plotting revenge on my ex, I did enjoy Alex's company. However, after a few months and the complications from a long-distance relationship, I didn't really want to see Alex anymore. I was over my ex at that point. So I thought I could scare Alex away rather than tell him the truth. And so I lied and told him I was five months pregnant with my ex's baby. Okay, to clarify, 
Women don't do this. I was just about to uh, say. Robin, I'm sorry. The last question was, was apparently something like, that men like, do a lot. And this is apparently. That's not, no, no, oh, no, 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 Gorian. no. Hey, they, this is an odd man out situation. Gorian, I just want to say that I don't think Matt Hoffman's ever done anything that that guy in the last thing did. But you do it all the time is what I wanted to say. Men okay, don't do Robin? it. Robin? You do I it. I would so far pregnant. to defend me here. I could be quite the handful. <laughs> You're like, hey, hey, don't negate me. Yeah, I could be quite, I could be quite annoying to be involved with. So. Thank you. That's all. We've I'm all done things we're not proud of. Yeah. Okay. Um, surprise. No fun. I'm no fun. Go ahead. This did not scare him at all. He was shocked, but wanted to see me still, even though we were mostly just friends with benefits. Well, fast forward to a present, or fast forward to present, and he wants to move to my city in a few months. Uh oh, red flag, red flag. He thinks I have a six-month-old baby. I claim to have given birth last October and even sent fake pics, <gasps> which of course I don't. What should I do? I've, I'm, I've been torn between telling him the truth that I was never pregnant and only trying to scare him away, or telling him that I gave the baby over to his dad recently. He would never know. I, I thought it was going to be or adopting a newborn baby. <laughs> Or I could buy a baby. Single woman with a newborn baby. Or I could take a, a baby pig and put it in jeans and just show it to him quickly. <laughs> right, right, right. Dylan! This is my son, Dylan! 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 Um, I started to have feelings for Alex now that are stronger than just a friends with benefits, which he most... Which he mostly was since we started our relationship last June. What do I do? Signed, fake the baby. Okay, wait. I need a minute because there's a lot of names here. Did she? So she got. She was wronged by her ex. So and she this started the viral. That was my question for Robin. Now, do people plot revenge on exes? Yes. We. This is again something that all women do. You need to be aware <laughs> of it. To all the women who've gone sent here. What I just mean by in, that is that mailbox for rattlesnakes. The way she wrote that almost insinuated that it's just face. run of the mill. Well, she's I was like, like I was plotting revenge, of course. I think by oh, then well, it's you like, know, you know, you know, yeah, they're up to something. <laughs> I went online to purposely seek out men in his community to make him jealous. That's Words not of a woman. Of a woman, a singular woman. This is an individual experience. Um, I, I think this woman's cuckoo banana pants. Um, well, without a doubt, but that's not the cuckoo. Like, if if some guy wronged you, the first thing you think is, "I'm gonna fuck the person that means the most to him." That's the ultimate. <laughs> and I'm gonna make him watch. He's like, Been um, there, done that. But to ever lie that you're pregnant. And like follow through is yeah, so fun. Yeah, baby pics. What did she Google for that? You know, she probably found the perfect baby. Probably white baby, green eyes. <laughs> green baby, there. white eyes. <laughs> She's blind. Um, and the nail him. But since we are giving her advice, I say you have one shot in making the whole thing a joke and being like, "Oh my god, you didn't really think that I was." You only pregnant. got one shot. And You're gonna shoot not, that shot. She's Are you gonna, gonna shoot, shoot Hamilton though? Here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Shoot that shot. Suck his dick in five to six seconds. This after opportunity you shoot that shot. comes once in a lifetime, and he will come many times after that. But you need to jump on that opportunity. Basically, break the news and then have sex with him, and he'll be like, ah, "Oh, I was so stupid. It was a joke the whole time." Say bang, I was. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, 
floor. <laughs> Say, I was lying. I don't have a kid. Pull down your pants and bend over. No, no, no. Say, you really think that this body gave birth? And then, like, you know, swallow that cock. Say, I had a baby, but I sucked <laughs> it back in and it absorbed it into my system. <laughs> but, but you show me pictures. It's so fucked. That's such a crazy thing to do. Yeah. So basically, watch out because um, if you meet people women, online, all women do this. Oh, uh, it's only least... a matter of time. Polls say ninety five. I just want to. I just wish we could find out like a nice percentage. Mm-hmm. Is it like point five? Um. Okay. So in closing. Definitely adopt a six-month-old baby. Tell Alex you can't wait to see him. And then enjoy the fruits of your labor in a totally fulfilling romantic relationship. A real FBW turned serious love story for the ages. And the That's what I said. And the companionship of a little quarter quarantine baby for yourself. Oh, Win-win. cute. Oh, I mean, cute. I know you're over your ex now and everything. But imagine when he finds out that you have a serious boyfriend and a cute baby. And you're really happy. Oh, my God, the jealousy. Even when you've gone over someone, it's still pretty satisfying and exciting to create a little jealousy. You know what I mean? This has to be fake advice. Good luck. Also, P.S., I don't really advise adopting a baby. It's a bit, Robin. It Dude, like, you're sarcasm. such a lost cause. You're such a lost cause. We're almost done. We're almost, uh, we're almost all out of advice for today. Should we go back to the other question where Gorian was defending that bad guy? Where Gorian got his, like, panties in a bunch? Yeah. No panties. Don't ask me how I am. Okay. We don't want to talk about it. When the dude's walking out of the fucking surgeon ward covered in blood from his and his fucking wife, you okay? You okay? You okay? She's in a fucking G-string on Instagram posing in a fucking... You know what? Wouldn't kill him. For him, she probably tagged him in it. Being like, baby, this is all for you. See you when you get home from Burger King. Loaded pregnant body? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Bloated. <laughs> um, dear Prudence, my husband has an extremely obnoxious habit that I've spoken to him about several times over the past five years. He will pick his toenails while we're watching TV, then leave the remnants on the couch where he's been sitting. I'll periodically find large chunks of toenail clippings randomly on our couch, coffee table, and floor. It's not often, but every few months I will find these lovely gifts. I've explained to him that it is disturbing and gross and embarrassing if someone were to come over. I have politely requested that he do this in the bathroom. My requests have gone unnoticed and been ignored. I feel disrespected and grossed out. I've begun to passive-aggressively handle this by picking up the clippings whenever I find them and putting them in his coffee cup in the morning. I know this is wrong, but I find myself... I find some relief in making him discover his own toenail clippings in his coffee. What else can (laughs) I do? How can I help him understand that this is neither acceptable nor fair to me? Keep hit him with the your car. Thing. Hit him with keep, your car. Keep doing the your coffee car. thing and then hit your own kid with him <laughs> with your car. Ninety five percent of women have been polled to say they do this to their husbands, by the way. Yeah, they should cars. Honestly, if I had a husband who did that disgusting thing, I wouldn't even think about it. I would hit him with my car. <laughs> would. I think she should chop off one of his toes. Ooh, that's a great idea. Let's Toenail clippings with less toes. Use like a pair of garden shears, take a pinky off. And a little like, one. Start with a little and one. Then, and, then, toenail, yeah. you know, and then say to her, like, if you keep doing this, I'll keep cutting off your toes in your sleep. Apparently and I'll leave them around the house. Yeah. Um, so Next yeah, time we have a guest come over, I'm going to toss your little pinky toe onto the floor. 
That's so gross. That is the worst. I will say, though, again, yeah, I think the man will put up with the toenail clippings in his coffee because men are just fucking gross like that. Uh, would he drink it, you think? I think so. I don't think he give, gives a shit. My brother and I do that all the time. Whenever we're drinking coffee, we try and put something in the coffee that you can't see until you fucking finish it. <sighs> it's usually, That's so gross. That literally makes me feel like I'm going to gag. It's usually like, you know, like like a mint or like, you know, it's like worse than the word or a blueberry or something like that, where you kind of just like, you just get angry. You're like, fuck, God damn it, the motherfucker, you know? What can you do? <laughs> It's like on the new girl. Winston like puts a blueberry and yeah. so high and off with Prince a new girl. Uh, Hoffman is basically close your eyes and picture Schmidt from New Girl. He is Schmidt. no one watches he New Girl. Schmidt. So you say that people nobody watches New Girl. You are the only two people I've ever met that watch New Girl. Um, it's an excellent show, and if you're not watching it, you're missing out. It is I'm going to use my show. platform to become a New Girl advocate. Look, let me just say there's a reason people don't put Zoe Deschanel in things. She started in a show for seven seasons. She's an elf. People watch that movie every fucking year, dude. That's like... 500 Days of Summer? You know what movie we don't watch? Elf 2. Is that a thing? Exactly. Elf Jew. <laughs> Excuse me? Oi, vey. I got a cover for Santa this year? You better pay me overtime. <laughs> I was going to say that was Honestly, funny. Honestly, put that in the book. I was, I'm not writing an anti-Semitic joke in my joke book. Then, then scratch out half of them. It's satire. I already have a joke in my book about how the only reason I'm friends with Gorian is because I hate myself. <laughs> Which is the only reason why I'm friends with you. Because he's an anti-Semite. It's called I'm friend. I'm gonna write a little story about Gorian called My Friend is an Anti-Semite, and I still love him. Here, let, let me let me bang out these last couple, <laughs> last one or two. I am a 21 white male, and my girlfriend Jane, 22, is Asian American. We've been dating for two years now, and are currently living together. I met Jane's immediate family early on in the relationship and recently met her extended family last year at their New Year celebrations. My parents live in a gated community with other nudists. Yeah. Wait, what? Really? I visit them a handful of times since they've moved, and it's just a pretty awkward experience, so I just keep it to phone calls. She brought up meeting them a few times. I didn't know what to say, so I just told her that they are racist so that she'd stop asking to meet them, <laughs> which she did. He would rather have racist parents look than at your naked mom's pussy. Parents? Ah! She's in the Ku Klux Klan! Now get the fuck out of here! Oh, okay, honestly, here's my new goal for like my future boyfriend. He has to fake his voice and have naked parents. Oh boy, is that your mom's <laughs> pussy? Like pussy. I don't know, man. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so I guess her parents think that, <laughs> yeah, my, my parents are just racist, you know. Make sure that Jane gets the sweater that we knit her this year. At the yeah, New they're like the colony. opposite. They're probably so sweet. It's like Meet the Fockers, isn't it? Like where his yeah, parents yeah. are like sex therapists. His mother's a sex therapist. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. That's like education, isn't it? Um, however, now the problem is that we've been attending the protests and she feels that I should stop talking to my parents as I'm enabling them and maybe if I stop talking to them then well, this is might... like current day like this is like this this, is right. this, this came is out like, this week this is two days this ago is... okay um, and maybe if I stop talking to them they might I don't know stop being racist so I told her that I lied and the reason I don't want her to meet them is because they like being naked she's very angry she called yeah. me a massive AH asshole asshole I guess <laughs> 
and shows my white privilege for joking about such a serious issue. She's gone to her sister's and is currently not talking to me. My sister, 25, thinks it's absolutely hilarious that only I can end up in a situation like this. My white sister thinks it's hilarious. (laughs) She thinks it's the funniest thing ever. You told you told them that Bob and Shelly were racist. Oh man, they're just naked. Are we all? Um, Hoffman, if both your parents were naked, which one would you look at first? <laughs> Tell us the masturbation story. Which yeah, why get so hot headed? What were you getting walked in on? You were like, nope, 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 moving on. I've been walked in on a couple times over my life. A couple times. And what do you mean by a couple times? We once I was about- definitely walked in on, and once I, I'm unsure what was seen, if anything. But I'll always wonder. But uh, who was it that walked in on you? I can't talk about that. <laughs> this is too personal. Was it your sister? No. That's all I can say. It's Gorian's fucking dream to be walked in on by Hoffman's sister. Oh, they just start going at it and fucking make Yeah, she would see her foreskin and pass out. <laughs> pass out. <laughs> Um. So what can this guy do? He, he she already found out that they're not racists. Um, maybe here's an idea: invite her to meet your mom or your parents. Have them be a little bit racist. So you can be like, "I told you they were a little racist." So now they're naked, naked and racist. Wait, so they're not racist at it's all? Like she a- just says they're racist, but they're really just nudists. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't you just like? Call them and be like, hey, listen, I'm bringing this girl over. Can you not be naked for one night? It's a night? nudist colony. We took an oath <laughs> on the Bible. That's gross. Do they not get cold? Like, what happens when the sun goes down? The naked people huddle together. Ugh. They all fucking... all their Do they not have clothes? Like, <laughs> they, they just have don't no clothes, own. But also no racism, which is pretty cool. Can't they just go out to dinner at, to a restaurant and everybody can just be clothed and fine? Well, I think it's the colony. I think the whole point of the colony is like there's probably like someone going to grocery they be like, trips. hey, like they all, we're going. They all live there. They all, someone does groceries. They all cook together. They all live because like these people aren't like couples. It's like everyone goes to the living room. Ten of them, twelve of them naked. Hey, broccoli for dinner. I love broccoli. Move your asshole. But what's the nudity about? It's not about. It's not a sexual thing. It's just no. About... They just like being nude. It's part of them, man. They just want things like but poking can't, at their orifices. But can't the sun be like, hey, we're going for like dinner at this place off the colony? Can you put on some pants and Would meet us there? Honestly, if your parents are full-time nudists that refuse to leave their nudist colony, just like they're not going anywhere. Just say they're dead. Make them, move on. Um, Hit them with your car. Make them, like, <laughs> make them racist, but about being nude. Are they going to come to the wedding, or no? Because they have to wear clothes. I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like, we'll come at your wedding if you invite us, but like we live at the colony, you know. I don't think I don't think it's like I don't think it's that intense, is it? It's, it's not a. Cult. Make it sound like a cult, yeah. It's a well, way of life. You know, it is a cult. If they all naked together in a fucking house, yeah, I'm sorry, but like that's a. Well, they're not in the same. They're not. They're like it's like a row of houses, and everybody lives their life in different houses naked it's not like there's 20 people well, living in a house like a naked mansion and it's like fucking 20 people living in like one see club. now you're talking about a cult and that's like a no, different no, thing it's well okay so i'm sorry gated community with other nudists yeah so it's like a it's neighborhood a gated community it's just a neighborhood oh sorry it's like, jane you dropped your it's like gary's out there mowing his lawn super naked and then gary trips and his cock goes into the lawnmower and sprays out and smashes through the window 
Joanne goes for jogs naked. They go to the dog park nude. All right. Okay. Can we answer this question? All the top comments are bullshit, but this one says also. Do you think the nudists shave their dogs? No. I don't think hair is considered clothes. Like, that's like a. That's like a <laughs> That's a fact, like, we're gonna be cold. That's how we're they keep themselves at a good temperature. They're not stupid. They're just nudists. Yeah. <laughs> also, your sister sounds casually racist if she thinks it's funny to have lied like this. I think this is fucking hilarious. All right. Coming from a guy who's. Where can they find us, Robin? That's it. No outro. This is always the outro. This is always how it's been, baby. What do you want us? Okay, please, Matt Hoffman, sing us a song. No, Robin, I think you should yell at Gorian for another couple minutes. I think there's still more in there. I think there's still a little more juice in those bones. Hoffman liked it when I got all fired up about it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The real question is how much of that's going to make it to the final episode. They better all make it. This is a. Can this be? Can this episode be called for Gorian's? Like, (laughs) for Gorian's lover's eyes only. Yeah. I'll, for the I'll, girls I'll, on Hinge, this one's for the girls. You can find us on Spotify, this one's for all you. Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podbean, <laughs> RobinHeb.com. You can find us. I'm in- not really doing any social media anything right now. But um, I just wanted to give my... Uh, deepest respect to the people protesting and this isn't a platform for you okay well i just want to say like you know we get it Hoffman. you're an ally yeah Um, yeah good for everybody i think it's great good yeah we'll see you guys on the next episode with more crazy you can't find me anywhere you did you said story well so you said bad vice podcast no i just want to like don't reach out to me right now. I can't be found. You can find Matt Hoffman in the Lower East Village. No, I, I'm off the... I'm louder. No one find me. It's really loud. Don't call me. Really Don't text loud. me. Don't come visit. Everything I said before him. about visiting is gone. And now it's so loud again. All right. Peace. Hot.